we are live. We're live. Hey, yep. Everybody, and welcome back to uh, part fucking six of the 24 hour podcast. It is myself and my good buddy Drew Sample. What's up, Drew? What up? I didn't, <laughs> I didn't think I'd be going for this long. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes that happens. <laughs> I, 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 low I animals trying to get into. Anyways, okay. as you were saying. Um, yeah, man. So we're back. Uh, GoFundMe.com slash yucknasty. Two S's and nasty. And, uh, Trucking along. His son finally came up here. I'm getting a little bit of that natural uh, adrenaline and, you know, made some artificial adrenaline in the cup of butter coffee to nice. help uh, get me through these last uh, six hours, nine hours, <laughs> yeah. however long it is. It's, uh, well, it's to seven, so nine, nine hours. Yeah. Seven my time, four your time. Yeah. This has been crazy, dude. Like this is just like this is like a it's like an adrenaline rush, though. It's like, man, I don't want to give up. Ray's not giving up. I'm you not going to take a break. I don't I, got shit to do today. There you go. You got <laughs> shit to do. No, sir. Um. Yeah, man. It's uh. I mean, oh hey, look, he's alive still. Good buddy, Keith Spurlock. Keith, hey, Keith. Spurlock's alive. How you feeling? Oh, like shit, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Like a big bag of shit. Hey, we're getting another call. It's Gina. Gina. Hey, how you doing? Good. Gina, you're with uh, Ray Taylor and Keith Spurlock. They host the Inspired Disorder podcast. This is Gina Tron. Gina Tron was a suspected high school shooter. Um, what else is your article? She fell in love with uh, acid, on acid, on Valentine's Day. And Gina, you describe yourself. Well, let me just exit the establishment. Establishment I'm in right now for a second. Yeah. Left side. Um. Yeah, I'm like a writer. Um, I like to write about horrible things because that's the best thing to write about. Um, I used to write more about fashion things, but that got kind of boring. So I write about getting raped and my high school school shooter days, and uh, now I'm, I'm getting a book published in September about my time in a psych ward. So, you know, stuff that helps society, I think. Also, the heroin pandemic and, or epidemic in Vermont, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, that's been getting a lot more attention now. Is um, It was on CNN yesterday, so I think we, my friend and I that did that, we really helped bring it out, like, uh, national attention to it. So that makes me really happy. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Everyone's so, bad and okay. <laughs> yeah. We've been, uh, so Ray and I, Ray's been, Ray's been recording since uh, 7 p.m. our time yesterday. I've been Jeez. on since like midnight. So we're, so if, if, if there's some dead air time. Yeah. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> Usually, we, you know, we could keep the conversation going. So it's, it's nothing on you. It's totally going to be on us. We're live right now. No, too. much, much props to you guys. Like, wow. Um, oh. I'm going to, so like somebody I, paid $50. I've been going for Yaz's, what's that? Oh, oh no, keep going. Uh, so, uh, how's it going in terms of like Yaz's, um, uh, Yuck's, uh. Fundraiser? Uh, yeah. We are at $6,735. And you guys are, um, he wants to raise, it's supposed to be 20000 right? 20, yep. Well, that's, that's, that's the what goal. our, <laughs> that's our, our giant. Goal. 
pie in the sky number was. Yeah. So Gina, I uh, oh Izzy rocks back. What up? We got Gina Tron on with us, Izzy. How you doing, Gina? Hey, good. How are you? Good. So we got uh, so Gina. So I committed because like it was slow during the night, and I committed that I would piss my pants if somebody donated fifty dollars. And somebody donated fifty dollars, so I have to piss my pants now. And if uh, somebody oh, wants to donate five hundred dollars, I will piss my pants anywhere to their liking in public. Oh, cool! Are you gonna film it? Are you gonna yeah, film it and put it on Facebook, and it didn't happen. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna film it, and we're gonna probably do it live. What do you think about that, Izzy? Me pissing my pants in public? Dude, I'm down for whatever. Whatever we can do to raise money for Yuck, do it. Hey, I, I, I like crazy. I like crazy. Yeah. Low Animal's joining us. What's up, Low Animal? We got Izzy Rock and Gina Tron. Who else we got? Uh, Jill Hamitsu's hey. in here. Hey, Jill. Hey, who else did we have on, and did we ever decide how many people we can... Uh, I'm not wearing a desk pod shirt. Uh, how many people we can we can um, host at once? Uh, we can host a bunch. We got, we got a bunch in there. We don't, we're not sure. We got right now though, we got Gina Tron here and Izzy Rock and. Ray, are you hosting right now? Yes, you're hosting it right now, aren't you, Ray? I'm eating. Damn it, I need, give me your call-in number and give it to me right now. It's on the website, I don't know. Can you, oh my, seriously, God. All right. That's why I put, that's the whole reason I put the website together. (laughs) Six, five, <laughs> six, three, two, four. I spent a lot of time on it. Yeah. Three, one, two, four. Yeah. Webby. Okay. Um, because uh, Bert Kreischer just messaged me and said that he's. Hell yeah! I'll keep my eyes open. Well, Bert Kreischer's coming in here. Do you, do you know who Bert Kreischer is? Mm-mm. He's uh he just got a show on it. He's like the machine. If you YouTube a video of the machine, he'll uh it's a pretty funny video. He went to Russia and he partied with these gangsters and um He robbed a train. He robbed a train. He's a stand up comedian too. Yeah, he's a stand up comedian. He's uh he just got a show on NBC too. Oh cool. Yeah. Uh-uh. I'll look him up. Ooh. Ooh. He did a crime in Russia and didn't get arrested? Oh, yeah. He got a party with the cops, too. Who's that? Keith just signed out. Cool. So what's going on, fellas? Where are we at as far as donations? Um, Just over 6,700, I think. Yeah. Hell yeah. 6,735. Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yahe. 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 Just trying, to, just trying to keep it going. It kind of died yeah. off after that break. We, yeah, after that break, we all uh, we got to like get things rolling. So, uh, anyways, um, yeah. So if people want to donate um, five hundred dollars, and I'll piss my pants anywhere in public. So anywhere you choose. Use pants for charity. Pee I'm pants gonna for piss charity. my pants for yuck nasty. <laughs> Pissing my pants for yuck nasty. The uh, sad thing is, is that, well, I'm just glad Dogs isn't on right now because if Dogs was on, he'd be like, should I do that for $2.47? Yeah, <laughs> Dogs maybe would do that. That's his move. 
That's his move. Oh, you missed uh, Daga Baby Snort Cheese Whiz last night, Gina. That was pretty cool. I was so disappointed. What happened? He, Daga Baby Snorted Cheese Whiz for $2.50. Oh, gross and awesome. It was so disgusting. It was so gross. I couldn't even watch. It was yucky. <laughs> there's there film of this? Oh, yeah, there's film. Oh, how is the film going to be released? Is it all on your Ustream right now, Ray? Uh, I'm recording it on my computer and then I'll upload it uh, okay. later. Please play it in theaters. Yeah, we can play it in theaters. <laughs> For sure. Play it in, they'll play it in the Green Bay theaters. Be a marathon. <laughs> then we also told stories about how Dog Baby apparently was so hammered one night that he thought he was at his brother's house cooking brats in the kitchen. And it ended up that he was actually in his neighbor's house across the street cooking brats in the kitchen. <laughs> Apparently, that's like a normal thing. Who told that story? Did Dice tell that story? Yeah, Dice told that story. Oh, God, I wish I had missed it. Scott, Scott told a lot of cool stories. It was Scott's birthday. Um, that's like that's one of my highlights of the evening. All the, all the stories of people in Green Bay, Wisconsin, going into other people's houses thinking it was their own house. <laughs> and fornicating or cooking other people's food or is robert downey jr from green bay i don't know i don't think so but... yeah is justin bieber from there <laughs> you guys no, think justin bieber got arrested for egg throwing he got arrested for egg throwing yeah mm-hmm. what was he trying to rated he was going to his bad boy bad bad egg phase i don't know <laughs> just on he's just on lots of cocaine yeah, I think that's what it is. Remember, like last year, well, they, they didn't find any eggs, but they arrested his friend people. for coke. Oh, they didn't find any eggs, but they did arrest his friend for coke. I'm sure. I'm sure that was all his coke too. It wasn't Justin Bieber's coke, that's for sure. No way. Straight edge. Straight edge. He's straight edge, guys. Yeah. I remember when he was still a kid and not using lots of cocaine. There was this like video on Reddit of uh, somebody pegging him in the head with a water bottle. Yeah. And he was like, hey, guys, that's not nice. Like, he was such, like, a nice person back then, and he wasn't, like, he was still this innocent teenager from Canada. Yeah, now he's trying to be like Tupac. Yeah. See when he spit on that cameraman? Low animal, how much is it going to cost for you to cut your hair? I told you, 500. It's like you're 500 to piss yourself. Low animal will cut his hair on live video. You can't see Gina, but low animal has a beautiful head of hair. Someone cut their hair? Yeah, I think Low Animal's gonna cut it. He's gonna cut his hair for five hundred. Right? Oh. Izzy's gonna grow hair for five hundred. Call. <laughs> call. He's gonna grow. Caller. Caller. You're on the air. <laughs> yo, yo. Good morning. Good morning. How y'all doing? Good. Who do we have here? Oh, this is Kern Michael, brother. Oh, Kern what up, Michael? Dude? What's going on, dude? What's up, Kern? How much? How much? How you guys been doing? I Good. see you've been busy every time I'm every time I'm awake. I see you're busy. Yeah, man, it's picked up. The last hour was uh, the last three hours just kind of chill. Now it's starting to get crazy again. People are yeah. starting to wake up. Oh, yeah. Apps. There's bad baby on camera right there. Bad baby's on. She's camera. touching Lillian while she was just touching your face, and she was like, "Hi, hi, <laughs> hi," because she knows baby. you. So she's like. Hi. <laughs> you saying hi? Hi, <laughs> baby. Hi, bad baby. So, Karen, what's going on, dude? What's uh, what's up with uh, Illinois and uh, marijuana legalization? 
Well, um, everything's passed. One of my buddies keeps telling me, he's like, ah, dude, there's Wicker Park um, dispensary. I'm like, dude, there's no dispensary set up yet. So um, I'm researching that currently. But, I mean, you know, now the the beautiful thing about it is, like, I've never been questioned. And over the past, like, five years, a lot of people don't know that don't live in the state. The state's taking measures like in the city of Chicago to like, I don't want to say the term is actually decriminalized up to like 10 grams. But like, if you get caught with that much, it would be, it could be a ticketable offense, you know? And that's because in Chicago, where Barack Obama came from, we have schools such as university of Northwestern, DePaul university, Illinois, Chicago, which is a huge school that produces doctors, lawyers, uh, Loyola University, all these major universities are right there. And literally, you get pinched once, and that's your career, that's your future. And your parents are paying, you know, a hundred grand uh, a year for you to go to school. So it's been a step by step incremental thing. But to actually get it, you hear my voice right now, I go, ah, that's my legs shaking, dude. So, uh, yeah, I need medicine for that. And, um, so I know that it should be actually everyone should be seen and carded and all the dispensaries open by like June to August. That's everything I've read what it's saying so far. Um, so, but it provides me with the comfort of knowing that, and still there's that, that dirty stigma to it. You know, the war on yeah. drugs, your family looks at you like, ah, oh, you're at the party stone. It's like, dude, you just had nine fucking beers. I haven't had a drop alcohol. Yeah, and for people that don't know here. you, Kern, like we all know you, but maybe we got some listeners. Can you just tell people how they can follow you on Twitter and also just a little bit about yourself? Because you have a really interesting story and actually a, a really, um, I mean, a huge advocate for legalization and very good reasons as for why, if you don't mind, like telling a brief stint about who you are, Kern. Yeah, no problem. It's again, it's at Karen underscore Michael, and Karen is spelled K E R N, old Irish name. Um, so yeah, I broke my neck in uh, 2000. My aunt was driving the car, fell asleep, and uh, rolled it over in the West Virginia mountains. So I was trapped in the car for about an hour. Um, so since then, I've had to deal with different aspects of paralysis quote unquote but I always put it in quotes but uh yeah pain uh are my two uh my two number one issues. Um even recently I tore my rotator cuff, my bicep, my subscap and um my labrum and my shoulder from playing wheelchair sports, doing wheelchair bodybuilding and just the constant grind to get in and out of wheelchairs and in and out of showers and constantly, you know, using our arms for everything. And the doctors, uh, when I first got hurt, I was in Virginia. I was going to Duke University Medical Center and then a local doctor. And I mean, they readily, easily uh, each prescribed me. One was giving me morphine with lower tab and the other was giving me Oxycontin with, uh, what's the purpose set? And, um, you know, maybe a few of those fell off the back of the truck. I'm not really sure. I don't remember, but, um, allegedly, but, um, yeah, 
that. There's really no need for that type of stuff, especially when you're in your 20s. Um, the amount of uh, medication they give me a day is like 10 Vicodin, 3 Valium, 10 milligrams, and a little 3 Clonopin, a couple of Adderall to keep you up, you know, an Ambien to put you down at night. It's really ridiculous the, the amounts of medication that they they give people and prescribe people. It's like a get drug thing. Get a gram of marijuana is like a, a problem. But um, and then I still don't understand how the United States government has a patent on it for neurological pain. Yet half of the pharmaceuticals they give us, um. Like the ones for neurological pain, those cause the most severe mental side effects. I, I've, I've, and for me, like, yeah, like you go batshit crazy. All those commercials. Oh, if you have these thoughts, these thoughts, these, yeah, buddy. And that's not normal, you know. What I mean, you're fucking with your body's chemistry. Whereas you have something that's literally throws outside, like an apple or a banana, and you could just go pick it. And and then it does something, you know, good for your body. Absolutely. Well, we yeah. got Kern. You got Dirty Devo in here with you. You got Izzy Rock, Jill Hamitzo, and Bad Baby. We got Low Animal, Breed Into Elk Noises, and Ray Taylor and myself, man. And uh, thanks for joining us, man. So I got a DM from Kern. Yeah, I was trying to call in, but it was busy. I fell asleep in the wheelchair listening. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I woke up and I thought it was like one thirty and it was five AM. Like I gotta go get some downtime to on the bed, bed you know? Yeah. I can't wait to sleep in my bed. What about you, Ray? Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking yeah. forward to that shit. I was just like, shit, Ray's doing it all night. I'll just hang out. <laughs> We're having fun. Yeah, you know, I was really ready to tap out and then JR came in and he was so he was so cool. And then Pastor Joe called and I'm like, Fuck, I guess I'm in here. In it to win it. Yeah. And Izzy's calling back again. Izzy, how was work today? Work was all right, man. It was uh it was one of our slow days, so I was able to get out a little early. And uh my son we got a new phone for my son and he pretty much used all of our uh data using Ooh. um <laughs> Yeah. No, no no not <laughs> <laughs> No, do, doing FaceTime with his friends and uh, uh why doesn't he get on Wi-Fi for that shit? Dude, I thought I had it hooked up, and I, it wasn't hooked up. And so I had like 75% with 10 days left to go. So I was like, damn, I can't watch it work. So I'm glad I got home, man. That sucks. Turn yeah, on dude, airplane it's, mode. Yeah. Right. <laughs> airplane mode and Wi-Fi, man. That's what you got to do. Yeah. If people call your ass on Viber or Tango or any of those shits, man. Um Dude, it's great having you, Izzy. Yeah, buddy. I'm glad to be here, man. Uh, and Dirty Devo, dude. I've never been able to interact with Dirty Devo outside of Twitter, and he's a cool dude, man. We've been – this has just been so much fun, man. It's just, like, getting so good. Like, it's, like – no, it's more chill. Like, last night, it was so insane, man. Like, everybody's calling in. We've had, like, people calling from New Zealand, uh, Australia. We had both uh, – uh, we had Adam Thomas Adams and uh, Jason calling. Jason uh, – I can't chase. Yeah, dude, I can't. I can't X6, talk right now. Was that X6, was that J God? Yeah, God. He's not feeling well, man. I was. I played. I played some FIFA with him last night, and he said he wasn't feeling good. Yeah, he uh, he was so like he called in, and 
he called in a couple times, man. He was calling in from his Xbox One, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. Hey, he's- I'm going to jump off here, but um, just to, to leave the line open. But, Ray, if Bert calls in, will you Skype me back in? Uh, yeah. yeah. Can you do that for me? Yeah. I would appreciate well, it. Well, we're getting a call right now. I don't know okay. if it's him, though. Caller, you're on the line. Hello? Hello, caller. Can you turn your radio down, please? You got butt dial. Butt dial. Butt dial. Alright, well. Anyway, okay, psych. I'm off. I'm off until later or if Bert okay. calls in. Alright. Alright, adios. Okay. If Jill, we're not as cool as Bert, guys, so Jill can't stay. Yeah. <laughs> See you, Jill. We're sorry we're not Bert Kreischer, Jill. Yeah. Dude, I had so many hours last night. I have to take care of bad baby. I, I'm just teasing you. It's all right. You guys want to make cages for? Right? Whatever. <laughs> cages. Yeah. Put a muzzle on her. All right. Yeah. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye, Jill. Bye, bad baby. See you, Jill. That is a cute baby. That is a cute baby. The bad baby. <laughs> bad baby little animal. <laughs> oh, no, I'm so I'm first of my three boys, man. Yeah. Three boys. Yeah. Izzy's got two boys. Which, uh, my 14-year-old, it was on the podcast this week. You guys go check it out if you can. Episode nice. 99, episode 100 is coming up for Izzy Rock. Oh, shit. Congratulations. Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. It should have been more like, it should have been more if I would have uh, put everything on, on uh, Tales. If on the block would have stayed on Tales from the Heart Side, I'd been, been past it. But, you know, it's uh, it's it's been fun, dude. Like, the whole... You realize it's almost two years coming up in April that I've been doing it, and it's been a blast the whole way, like meeting all you guys and start, uh, having dude, conversations. I love it, dude. You started, you started a wave, Ray Taylor. You started a wave. Um, like you guys, like I, I didn't, I was not tuned into everybody else, but I did know Izzy Rock because I'd met him a couple times. And dude, it was it, it was the time when you could pretty much fit everybody who was part of Death Squad in one tweet. Yeah, like, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like Izzy, like we all went to that show, and Izzy Rock. I remember. Is I remember Joey Diaz came on. He was talking about you and Jason because Jason gave him those edibles, and he was like, "Jason knows us going on your edibles," <laughs> and uh, and it was just so crazy. I remember. I remember we started buying Joey Diaz shots at that show, and we got him so fucked up. I think I bought him, like, three shots. I think Jason bought him a couple shots. Like, it was Dude, such you, a crazy night. You, you know how you hear stories from, like, Led Zeppelin playing in 1977 in, like, New York City? Like, in, in comedy, with what's going on with this wave of comedy, I really think that you're seeing this new generation of comics who – 20 years from now, you're going to look back and compare them to Carlin and you're going to compare yeah. them to Hicks and things like that. And, and we don't, we don't realize we're going through it because we're aware of uh, ourselves going through it. Um, but it's going to be, it's an exciting time, dude. And looking back on that, that show, I think that that show was uh, legendary. I think it got us all hooked to go start going to more shows. Hey, we got a new caller. Who's our caller? But, 
Looks like the same number as the butt dialer. Please turn your radio down. <laughs> oh, yo, 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 yo. You're talking to me, brother. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, so, brother. Tur- turn your radio down and, and talk to us. What's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just uh, watching for the last half hour. Is this our New Zealand guy? Hey, yeah, what are you guys doing? What's up, brother? How you doing? Fuck all. You guys look bored, man. You've been doing like a 24-hour podcast. You need some <laughs> random caller from the pits of hell. <laughs> it's, hot, it's hot there right now, huh? Not me, but um, it's someone who offered themselves to is be that caller. Is this the same guy what that doing? for three days? You haven't slept in three days, right? Oh, you called early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, yeah. fuck. It, it does not get any more entertaining by the fucking blah, blah. Do you, I yeah. totally agree. Do you have a podcast I can subscribe to? <laughs> no, 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 no. Start one, problems. He's a, he's a mystery man from New Zealand, is he? He's All we def- know is he has a Twitter, but he has pretty high status. So he doesn't wish to share, which we respect. My standards, my standards are fucking low. If you saw my standards, that'd be um, like, um, you see a gutter and um, you scrape the bottom of that gutter and yeah. then you get, um, you so, still the uh, little little um, bacteria that get off the bottom of the gutter, that's me. <laughs> How's uh so like if you're hooking up with a chick like what's your favorite kind of chick to to hook up with like what's the what are New Zealand girls like? Um, they look like um, seashells with glasses, and then <laughs> that's it. That's oh, it. Shit. There's not like they don't like like what is it like? So let's say I'm in New Zealand and I want to get some you know I want to get some New Zealand strange. Like what would I have to do to hook up with a girl in New Zealand? You'd have to just demonstrate your ability to make with a male um, sea urchin. A male <laughs> sea urchin? <laughs> oh, yeah. You can do it. If you can do the little dance, wave yeah. some little pom-pom around, you know, that's you. So if I do um, like a peacock dance, for the sea. for me. Yeah, well, fucking hell. Well, would you not mate with a female urchin? Are you tell me that you would deny the urchin. You would not do that. I mean, I don't don't see urchins. Don't they like duel off and try to stab each other to breed? Is that yeah, but you're gonna do that. If you like want, if you're off, you're and you want a fucking mate, you've got to be vicious. So I got to be vicious with a New Zealand woman. Huh? So I'd have to be vicious with a woman from New Zealand. Yeah, 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 yeah. You've got to demand. Um, so, like, grab her hair. Stab her with rage. Stab her with rage, huh? Yeah. Just destroy no, her. No, 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 Like that Just, dude. Um, you've got to do it um, politely and gently, and you've got to, like, whisper sweet nothings. Uh, yeah. I actually yeah. dialed the wrong number. I was a. Tra- <laughs> It's got to make a funny story. It's got to make a funny story. Um, yeah, fucking hell. And Squad Disorder, correct us? Oh, yeah, my brother. Goodness. Dude, I got to have yeah, you on my man. podcast. You got stories. Yeah. 
This guy definitely has stories. I'll I'm sure his last stories. three days could take up five podcasts. <laughs> he hasn't slept in three days, dude. <laughs> what you've been up to? Well, hold on. Uh, what are you? What are you? I donated. Um, I donated some money to that dude that lost his house, man. That was sad. Hell yeah! Hey, that was sad. What are you on current? Like, what have you taken the past three days? Give, give us a list. Um. Uh, you must understand that whenever you speak on um, on the internet, you're speaking to the government. <laughs> you must not listen to our podcast, then. I have nothing to do with your podcast. I refuse to be associated with I don't want your name to be associated with mine, you shameful motherfuckers. And um, you've been here. Yeah, but apart from that, yeah, yeah, I've been in, um, I've had an interesting day. <laughs> it's um, it's wound up with me um, returning to my house, um, not knowing how I got back here. Um, I don't know where all the rest of the motherfuckers went, but that's somewhere. And um, but at the end of the day, I'm only responsible for myself, and I'm starting to wise up to the last fuck. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, here I am. Oh, you've had some fun. And I'm you, dying. I, you, it was funny, man. Well, I, I, sorry. I wound up like fucking... Uh, I, I cruised back, and I was like, there's a podcast. So I was like, oh, freaking recognize those names from Twitter. Like, they were talking. And I was like, I knew I turned it there. I knew I donated some money. And then I went, fuck. Um. Yeah, you know, no, no, I'm starting to sober up, and I was like, oh, what the fuck is this? It's funny, this. So, so you you've had you've had some fun then, huh? Yeah, but um, I, I'm just actually starting to realize that I'm looking at the TV, and um, it's about three seconds behind, but it's time to <laughs> Have a good night, brothers. All right. Thanks, brother. Hey, take care, man. All Get right, yourself man. some sleep. Not yet. It's got a couple of days less than me. All right, brother. See ya. Uh-huh. All right, brother. He'll be back. <laughs> when I get calls, I feel like I need to put a mask on. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. Uh, dude. I didn't even realize Devo had hair right there. Yeah, I just Devo noticed and I the mask. I just noticed the mask. Keith. What the fuck was that? <laughs> I don't know. Awesome. He's called before, dude. He's called like yeah. twice. That's actually no. I I just went and took a shit, and I came back, and <laughs> I caught the last thirty seconds of that. Classic, classic. Uh, yeah. Glorious man. Somebody needs to clip that shit out. He's gold. Oh man. I really wonder who it is. I have no it's idea. Some guy from New Zealand, man. Yeah. That narrows it down. <laughs> right? Yeah. There's we, no Twitter. I don't know any of the Twitter guys that are from New Zealand. They're all from Australia. Yeah. Aussies. Yeah. That squad Finland just followed me today. Finley? Finland. Oh. <laughs> fuck them. They stole our name. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm sure it was. Sure the <laughs> That's how it works, man. I heard Cooper Tires there. Ugh. <laughs> we just we just got out of selling out to the Indians. Oh yeah, the dot heads, not the feather heads. Dot heads, 
So dot, not the feather. Yeah. I was like uh, technical support. <laughs> I mean, Ray can uh, Ray can probably attest to this. Whenever you need to call like a manufacturer or something for an odd reason. Hello, sir. My name is Michael. Mike, How are you today? How they all they I, all have an American name. Yeah, yeah, but it's like a robotic voice, and then like they they can speak English clearly, but they don't have an understanding of what they're actually saying. Yeah, they're English. Scripts. It's weird. I, I like I worked with a bunch of Indians straight from India my last job, and uh, yeah, they know English and they learn English, but they learn. It's like us learning Spanish in school and then going to Mexico and trying to understand what anyone is saying. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't work. <laughs> and uh, so all the slang and everything, they they learn proper, like, England English. The King's Linglish. They learn the King's English. English. Linglish. No, that's what they call it, the King's English, so British English. Yeah. Uh, I knew a well, guy. They were colonized for a long time. Yeah. Oh, who we got another caller? Hello. Who's our caller? Hello. Hey, hey. Hey. Welcome. Yes, boy here. Who? Who is this? Yes. Are you on Twitter? What's your Twitter? What's your Twitter name? Yes, at Yesty boy. Yesty boy. Yesty yeah. boy. Nice, hey, nice. You see half my head and one eye. <laughs> Where are you from? <laughs> Hello. Hey, where are you calling? Where Where are you calling from, man? I'm calling from Wales. Hell Wales, yeah. nice man. We this just motherfucker's a in a whale. <laughs> we just had a guy on multiple. <laughs> Holy shit! Plural. Is Jonah there? That's why we keep Keith around. <laughs> well, you shouldn't. Oh. I'm delirious. Glorious. Oh, right. Are you still on? Uh, are okay, you still coming down from shrooms? Uh, me? No, Keith. Keith never uh, took on. What? We Keith? haven't reached the seven thousand dollar mark. Yeah, Keith's only gonna eat shrooms when we get to seven thousand dollars. So you motherfuckers out there, listen. Seven thousand dollars. <laughs> Drew Sample will piss his pants in public for five hundred dollars. You guys go donate five hundred dollars. It has to be one payment of five hundred. One payment of five hundred dollars, and Keith Spurlock. Lorenzo's going to cut all of his hair off for five hundred dollars as well. But you have to specify what you want. Do you want me to piss my pants in public, or do you want Lorenzo to cut his hair off? We're only two hundred fifteen dollars away from uh, getting shrooms taken. It's mm. pretty close. <laughs> What's the volume? Oh, like a little more than an eighth. <laughs> <laughs> David? Yeah, man. No fun. No fun. <laughs> Especially with this hangover I'm nursing right now. This is going to yeah. be rough. <laughs> she drank like 12 beers last night. Or 15 like, beers. 18 15. beers, actually. Coors Light. Did you drink Coors Light? Yeah. There's still some empties. Dude, that shit gives me the worst hangovers. I just uh, shit some blood. Is that normal? Nope. Definitely <laughs> if red band it is. Hey, Yesty Boy, have you ever shit blood before? Um, I, I have to. I have to admit, I've uh, I've not shit it. I've wiped it. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah, that's what I meant. I, I a little <laughs> bit too big for the ring. 
my my hemorrhoids are acting up right now. <laughs> Keith, how'd you get hemorrhoids? Uh, he has all from my car wreck. When yeah. I when I flew out of my car, uh, kind of squeezed my body like a tube of toothpaste. A little bit came out my butthole. <laughs> I, I I once heard a story on a podcast where a guy uh, put his ass to a mirror and took pliers and cut a hemorrhoid off. That guy is gangster. Gangster. <laughs> Jesus. It was on the gangster it's podcast. The doctor and how that shit the That's the same guy who just like rips teeth out with pliers too. So that. It's the same guy that eats shoes. The same pliers that was in his ass. <laughs> yeah. SD boy, how do you uh, how do you spell your name on Twitter so I can I can follow you and other I, people follow you? I E F. Y-N. Yes, in boy. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I've got that right. Yeah, <laughs> I'm spelling my name. I'm too stoned. Uh, it's <laughs> I E S C Y B O Y. Y I E S or I E S? I E S. I E S C Y B O Y. I got it. L E S T Y B O Y. That's Dean Thomas? Yeah. Holler. Yeah. Well, <laughs> boom. Loving the Kiwi on the. <laughs> loving the Kiwi 24 hour podcast. That Kiwi that was fucking was crazy, laughing. bro. He'd been up for three days, man, and claims he wasn't on any amphetamines. What do you think about that? I yeah, call bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the government is listening, guys. Yeah. <laughs> They've been listening ever since we all started putting Death Squad in our fucking <laughs> our bio. They're like, ah, someone might want to watch out for these guys. <laughs> if they're if they're watching World of Warcraft, then they're watching us. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Name like Death Squad popping on about pot. They got beards. Yeah. World. yeah, 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 yeah. They're listening. Half of them are have pictures with anonymous masks on and shit like that. Yeah, they <laughs> they know we exist. <laughs> I mean, the the, the longest now. Ray, Ray, Ray has the the person who's uh, kind of Joe Rogan has a show called Question Everything. And you yeah. got a lot of conspiracy theorists in the Death Squad movement, too, who hate yeah. the government. And so I, I can imagine that we're definitely being on some sort of list. You know what was yeah, funny yeah. about Question Everything? Nothing. It was a lot like this show. <laughs> Nothing. When he, it was when a he lot like the show movie. that used to be on True TV called Jesse Ventura's Conspiracy Theory. Oh, God. <laughs> but you know what? That show was... Hard white paint. You know, the one thing is, I feel like if Rogan would have let them overproduce it, like that, that show probably would have been funnier just because it was cheesy, but he totally would have lost more credibility. I guess yeah. he was super unhappy with that show. Um, I think he said it on the podcast, but it was still I cool, man. He wasn't happy with the, the, the Bigfoot episode, no? Uh, yeah, that's from my understanding. Um, you guys. 
Well, you know, we all love Joe, but uh, his show just ended up being like all those other shows where it's like, we're going to look for stuff that we're not going to find. Yeah, I think it was the editors. I think they did make comments about how it was the editors. And it's like editors with TV shows, they edit like all the TV shows. So that's why it looked the same because they are the same people probably that edit all the other shows. But it it kind of got better. Some of the later episodes. What was that? All those sci-fi movies, if they've got anything to do with the show, then there's problems from the beginning. Yeah. Sharknado was the shit, man. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. That was an amazing and The movie. helicopter that took off became three different helicopters by the time it had come down again. <laughs> sci-fi, sci-fi is the best for just the cheesiest fucking movies ever. I just like when the sharks were hitting the buildings and they were falling from the sky, hitting the buildings in the background. It's like who who needed to put that in there? <laughs> Peter. Peter. Yeah, yeah. I think they actually just get kids who are uh, going to school for like digital design and shit, and they're just like, "Hey, man, for your for your senior thesis or whatever, how about you just do a movie for us?" And they're like, "Cool." Yeah. A lot of those, uh, I guess, most of those movies are filmed in like Vancouver, and it's all low budget. So if you're just looking to get in the industry, like. It's like, uh, and you don't well, want to. I mean, Tara Reid was in Sharknado, so that's yeah. She's pretty not really stuff. an accomplished actor anymore, you know, or actress. I mean, the last. I mean, I know. I know she was really great in American Reunion and all, but I just. <laughs> hey, uh, the Big Lebowski. That was her best role. Yeah, it, well, she barely talked. Exactly. Another ten if he watches. Oh yeah. No, no, she, she was funny, right? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No, the Blasky or the Coen Brothers got that new movie out with uh, that. It's like it's kind of like Oh Brother Where Art Thou, but it's about a folk singer. I can't. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Drew the crotch. So Oh yeah. Brother Where Art Thou too? <laughs> yeah. yeah, sorry guys. <laughs> uh, a desk to just sit up on. But uh, do you, you guys see Wolf of Wall Street? Not yet. No, I want to. I it heard it's, it's, it, uh, it's fucking awesome. Somebody mentioned something about fear and loathing and compared fear and loathing to it or something. Uh, I would. No, I'd say it's more like the boiler room told from the boss's perspective. So instead of like Giovanni Rubisi telling the story, it's it's uh, Tom Everett Scott's character telling the story. Like it's similar, man, but it's way better than the boiler room. Like and Vin, the Vin Diesel's so- way better in this one, too. Yeah, Vin Diesel's not in this one. <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio is awesome, though, man. He's awesome. Uh, everybody in the movie's pretty awesome. Uh, he's just got better and better. Yeah. What? Yeah. No, yeah, man. He's uh, he's legit. Well, it helps when Scorsese, every movie he does, he puts you in it. <laughs> that doesn't yeah, hurt. I mean, that helps, but I mean, I mean, look, good good directors want to work with good actors and vice versa. I yeah. mean, look, I mean... It, you don't want to get shitty direction, and if you're a good director, you don't want a shitty actor. So hope it's, hope it's better than Shutter Island, dude. It's Shutter Island. I didn't mind. I liked no. Shutter Island, but yeah, I liked I, it too. I, I, I didn't I think it, it had that film noir feeling for a little while, but then uh, it kind of failed itself at the end. I think. Yeah. I knew what was going to happen after I saw the previews before the movie came out. I'm like, oh, so he's crazy. And yeah. Jesus, spoiler alert, Keith, for those that aren't as smart as you. Yeah. <laughs> for a movie that came out like 10 years ago. Yeah. Yes. Jeez, God. Dude. 
Keith, why don't you ruin? Uh, why don't you ruin? It's a Wonderful Life too. While you're at it, yeah. Because I've never actually seen that movie. It's, well, it's safe, people. It's a wonderful life, though. You know the bridge where he jumps off of? Yeah. It's filmed in DeBerry, Florida. Yeah. Um, uh, Little League team, the Orange City Orioles, when we, we won, um, I guess, our little city thing, we all jumped off that bridge. It goes right into the St. John's River. And it's not that far of a drop. It's like a 15-foot drop. But I jumped off that bridge. So you're saying the actor is a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> He's well, like, he could have survived that, bro. I know the snow that they used was actually uh, like paint cornflakes. Yeah. Spray-painted cornflakes was what they dropped. But yeah, that, and they did bring in a bunch of ice. They bring in, I forgot how many tons of ice. Yeah. I was tried and convicted in the same courtroom as Andy Dufresne from Shawshank. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I saw Shawshank Redemption. A bunch of times, <laughs> like TNT, really TBS. I watched uh, Out of the Furnace last night. That was pretty good. Um, of course, I watched them all legally through the means of the screeners that were given out by the production companies for the Academy Awards. Yeah, because you're part of the Academy, right? I am. Yeah, yeah. he's got awesome. a vote. <laughs> yeah, I have a vote. It's just kind of like the Baseball Hall of Fame. Like you know, anybody can vote on it. That's it's the same thing. Yeah. Or usually, like. You know, you could be a you could be a, a writer that writes about food now and still vote on the baseball hall of fame. Like All right, so yeah, that's... nobody gives a shit what I just said. So, <laughs> anyways, guys, at least uh, at least I was you know filling up airtime with my nonsense. Keith, why don't you start talking? I feel like I'm you right now. Well, right. <laughs> I'm hungover and I'm trying to even out with some tobacco. To quote-unquote quote, tobacco? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good tobacco. Oh, yeah. Why is the government listening? <laughs> yeah, I had... Uh, Drew, I had to... Uh, my son, Christian, had to do a project. He had to... Uh, for extra credit, he had to watch Schindler's List and do an essay on it. And yeah. uh, he's 14, and we didn't... We had... We had a copy of it from back in the day, but it was like side A and side B, and I didn't have side B, so I had to bar- rent it from iTunes. And watching that movie, man, it's it's a brilliant movie, but god damn, it's fucking depressing. That's rough to watch. Do you want to watch a depressing movie? Watch Dancer in the Dark. That's Dancer in the Dark. It's uh, with uh, Bjork. It's uh, fuck, I forget the director's name. Uh, watching it. What's that? Am I gonna cry watching it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a depressing movie. Whales. Yeah, whales. The the whale has submerged back into the ocean. <laughs> you know what we never you know what we never talked about, Ray? Was that indie zombie movie that we watched this summer? The battery? Like, yeah, the battery was pretty good, man. I was that was for a low budget, I really liked that. Fuck yeah, man. I like the music in it. The music's <laughs> really good, dude. The that one scene really is fucking good. awesome. But, I'm like halfway through a movie on Netflix right now. I stopped it to start the podcast yesterday, but it was pretty good so far. And Ray knows that I pick out the cheesiest fucking movies, but it's called Future Folk. Future Folk? Folk is in like folk music. and uh, Aliens the, playing folk music? Yes, and it's fucking folk awesome. <laughs> They're from Hondo, man. You don't know what Hondo's at? Hondo? Hondo, huh? Is Hondo. that like What's when you Hondo? put two fifties together, you get a Hondo? A Hondo yeah. Civic? No, that's Hunt It. You're uh, thinking of Hunt It. Hunt It. Not Hondo. Hunt Sorry. It. Hey, have you have you guys watched uh Marin yet? 
Yeah, that's really good. No. It's fucking awesome, dude. Is that on the IFC or whatever it is? Yeah, no, it's, it's on, on Netflix, Netflix now. Oh, it's on Netflix. Nice. It's good, it's, dude. It reminds me a lot of Louie. Like uh, a more a more uh like O C D version of Louie. Yeah. Like well, it's I, re- I, yeah, talking about Netflix, I'm breaking back. I only if you guys can believe it, I only watched the last episode day before yesterday because I didn't want to say goodbye to it. I still haven't watched it. I'm uh seven episodes from the end. Dude, I just finished the wire. The Wire and Net Breaking Bad. The Wire is awesome, man. Dude, the Wire fucking changed my life. It's man. tough. It's tough to get yeah. into it. It takes a while to like figure out what the fuck's going on with the Wire because it's so dense, so many characters. Kind of like uh, I was Game right of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. Game of Thrones did take me a while. Yeah. But I, did you guys watch the the trailer for Game of Thrones? Was released yesterday, man. It looks mm-hmm. pretty good. I'm way behind yeah. on that yeah. show. Yeah, Can't wait for that, man. Um, what else looks good that's coming out? Oh, did you guys see that that movie Transcendence? It's uh. So it's the cinematographer of Christopher Nolan, who's mm-hmm. did all of his movies up until Inception. Inception was his last one that he did. And uh, it's this movie about the singularity with Johnny Depp. And um, I saw the trailer or teasers for it, but I haven't. Oh, the out? trailer's good. Yeah, the trailer looks good. It comes out, uh, I think it comes out this year. Yeah, well, I, can see the, I can see that sucking, though. I don't think oh, so, yeah. dude. Christopher Nolan produced it. It's uh, yeah, it's probably good. Cinematographer, the writers, like those guys don't make bad movies. The worst movie that I think I've seen them make is Man of Steel. I love that movie. What? Man. I love oh, Man of Steel. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That was the worst movie I've seen them make. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, when you put it that way, I don't know. I, the following is pretty fucking boring. But that's his first movie. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, I'm just saying. That's his very first movie. <laughs> I don't think but, like, I watched the whole thing. The is incredible. The Prestige. Memento. I mean, come movies. on. Memento. Uh, all the, I mean, dude, The Dark Knight Rises, man. That Actually, you know what? The Great. Dark Knight Returns was probably, I don't know. I, I think I liked Man of Steel better than that one. But it was like The, the Dark Knight Rises, like, or I mean, The Dark Knight was so good because it, yeah. like, leaves oh. you so sad like it's yeah. just just so sad at the end and it's like batman's just is like the ultimate the ultimate hero in that movie dude i can uh, still I, oh, yeah. I i can't remember shit i watched last week i can remember going into the theater and watching the dark knight when it first came out like yeah, the first dude. weekend it came out and being blown away and seeing it like three or four more times while it was still in the movies Every like that, actor, like every actor, deserved an award for that movie. Like Aaron Eckhart had the most sleeper role in that movie, man. Aaron Eckhart, Gary Oldman, both, and Christian well, that, Bale. Oh, dude, Michael Caine, everybody who acted in that movie was yeah. amazing. Yeah, like, yeah that, that whole movie took me back to to like 15, 14, 15, because the, the it's based on a, a comic. Uh, Dark Knight. A series of comics, exactly. The Dark Knight. It, so, I mean, I remember when that came out, and I, I, that's when I properly fell in love with, you know, Batman. And Yeah, that's a Frank Miller comic. Yeah, I was about to say Miller was involved with that. Yeah, yeah, you're one. I was so proud. Dude, dude, I'm about to take you guys back in time. Uh, let's go back in time. Remember when fucking, I remember getting the Mego Batman from the fucking 70s and freaking out when I was like five or six years old. And then, like, loving the... Uh, the 60s show and waiting in line in like the 80s when the 
Bat when the um, Burton man Tim Burton Batman came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a yeah, cool Tim, love it. Tim Burton, Frank Miller, and Batman the Animated Series took Batman from being being this cheesy, like cheesy, like pow Smith. <laughs> yeah, because that's how the comics really were. But it took it into being this dark. Yeah, like it took it into being this like this do this dark, lonely, crazy, philanthropic like. Vigilante. Well, uh, the Bob Kane Batman was just a smiley. Yeah, he was just like the the sixties TV show man. Yeah, like Bob Kane's Batman, like yeah. Frank Miller's Batman, like Frank Miller's like oh Catwoman. Uh, yep, you're a prostitute. Uh, like I don't know, like Year One and Dark Knight are probably two of the best comic series, man. And now they got the animated ones. I don't know if you guys have seen the animated cartoons. They're both on Netflix now, but they like the <laughs> animated. Uh, yeah. Versions of those comics, uh, Dark uh, Batman: The Red Hood's pretty good too. I don't know if you guys have seen that. I've seen every comic book related yeah, thing same, on Netflix. <laughs> same here, dude. Same here, man. I Walking Dead comics, fucking amazing, man. Like that comic is so good. I've even watched all the comic book men. Yeah. <laughs> An Afro Samurai fan. What was Ooh. that? Samurai. Samurai. Samurai fan? You're a samurai fan? Hmm. No, yeah, no, no. Was... Samurai. Afro. Oh, Afro Samurai oh, is Afro fucking Samurai awesome. Is awesome, dude. Oh, yeah. That's Black Dynamite. <laughs> oh, Black Dynamite's great. That's man, a good stuff. Great tune. Yeah, man, that's, that's some cool shit. Uh, I, I, I saw Dead Alive, uh, Peter Jackson. I think it was one of his first films. Uh, I saw Dead Alive at a local like art theater back when it first came out, and they gave out uh, barf bags. If you guys have never <laughs> seen Dead Alive, and you like you like uh, Peter Zombie. Jackson's work, go check it out. Dead Alive. They, they have that right after Meet the Feebles. Meet the Feebles was cool as fuck too, man. Meet the, Meet the Feebles was the dirty puppet movie. Yeah, but yeah. it didn't have a lawnmower ch- chopping all these zombies up. Didn't have yeah. a lawnmower in a room. Oh, man, that's a crescendo of a movie, or what? <laughs> it was great, man. Frighteners was good too, man. Frighteners oh, was underrated, man. That was back when Michael J. Fox was. Uh, didn't have the shakes. Killing. Didn't have the shakes. <laughs> Steady. So that was a good movie. To make that so, funny and scary, right? Yeah, it was rated R too. They're reporting right now that Marvel's in talks with Johnny Depp to be Doctor Strange. Hell yeah. Well, Guillermo del Toro was supposed to do Doctor Strange a long time ago. He was supposed to write that movie. He was slated to write it. I don't think he lost. I think he, I remember what happened. He wanted to write The Hobbit, and then The Hobbit was taking too long, so he didn't direct The Hobbit. Like, there was a lot of different shit that guy's been doing, so. Well, I guess Ant-Man coming out, too. What's that? Everything Jackson's done has turned to gold. Yeah, man, I even like the lovely bones, not doesn't make him work hard right well i mean he just is like he just does what he wants to do i mean like yeah. he wanted to make king kong first i thought king kong was awesome and people should uh, have no, i hated I, that i, I loved it dude i loved it dude like he makes that. good monster movies man like yeah, people sleep on like the genre of monster movie like you can't look at a monster movie like it's like i mean it, i don't know like in my opinion like like i loved uh pacific rim dude i thought pacific rim was an awesome movie I like, did as well. So entertaining. Well, it was fun, but I thought that they did too much skipping at the beginning. I didn't like it. 
I didn't like yeah. it. Yeah. The acting was horrible. The writing was bad. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah you get Jax. Right? Ron Dude, I, didn't, I, I didn't give a fuck. I saw robots and monsters <laughs> fucking fighting. That was cool. That's all that I cared about. I didn't give yeah, a fuck true. about all the acting or anything like that. Just to see them in, in the left and right brain, spoilers, uh, the robot fight controlling those robots, man. You know, I've heard a lot of people complain and say they hated it and it was horrible. I had a I had a fucking awesome time. I walked away feeling like I had uh, been on an amusement park ride. Pastor Joe's trying to call in, guys. Right. Pastor Joe? Yeah, Pastor Joe's trying to call in. Hold on. Pastor Joe. Oh. Yeah. Hey, that's Texas? Uh, uh, can we call? Can we call him? I No. Well, no. Okay. I told him I gave him the number. I'll look at the screen. There he is. You got him? Yeah. Pastor Joe. No, this is Paula Dean. Hi, sugar. <laughs> Paula Dean, how are you? <laughs> yeah, I got some butter here. <laughs> how how have you been since your uh since your fall from grace? Well, you know. Um, you know, the whole race thing. I mean, I only said the end word. She must be doing bad because. Dude, I was ready to go with it. Yeah, we're ready to go with it. I I said that it's because I got to deliver my mail, so. I don't want my customers to look at me all crazy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got we got Keith Spurlock in here. We got Dirty Devo. We got uh, hey, what's up, everybody? What up, man? We got Lestine, uh, Lestine Thomas from Wales. We got Hello. Hey, where, who is it from Wales? Lestine from Thomas. Wales. Yeah, and I'm seeing a sheep here. Oh, that's Pastor Joe's sheep. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> What was that? You guys are getting really hard. The baby commuter is on right now? Yep. Okay. Yep. I'm here, buddy. Uh, who, who, else, who else from who else from where was that? Was that kind of kids she said that? We got We got Low Animal in here. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, man! I saw I saw Thomas Kale. Uh, he's he's uh, on Skype. Is he on? Did he call in? No, I don't think uh, so. Anyway, I haven't seen it. I didn't even see yours popping up. So hopefully not. <laughs> I was trying to call you, Ray. Yeah, that's what they said. I I was looking at the wrong screen. I'm zoned out. I've been zoning out. I like focus on something. It was like been doing uh, this for a really long time. We were talking about pop culture. We're talking about uh, movies that we've liked that we've watched. Yeah, man. So, what you been watching lately? Well, um, I uh, actually, guys, I just wanted to call in because I wanted to listen. Um, I have to be delivering my mail and stuff, so so I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna put it on. I wanted to put it on mute. I guess I'll put it on mute. And then I listen to you guys talk. Um, well, but yeah, because I I, I got to concentrate. I don't have my Adderall. I haven't had it in a few days, so I I'm not gonna be able to get this mail out. Let me get fired. Well, we got a bunch of people on the line, so I don't know if 
you might get cut off <laughs> just because oh, I, okay. I can't have tons of people on. Listen as much as I can. All right, brother. Hey, t- take care, buddy. You, you go you deliver too, that man. We love you, Mick Guzman. Yeah, I appreciate it. Later, Mick. Later, Mick. I, I'm gonna get. I'm, well. me. I'm still listening to y'all. So. I'm All right, you'll be able to talk to me. Yeah, I'm gonna be able to talk to you. All right, dude. So pop culture, right. guys. Like. Uh, Ray, I, I know you're a, you're a big fan of movies and stuff like that. What what would you say was your your movie from 2013? But let's let, let's start let's start giving like lists. I like fucking lists. Let's get let's start giving lists. Like what what are our favorite movies from last year? Dude, I can't even. I haven't been able I to have see any new yeah. movies last year. <laughs> yeah, Dude, I'm like way favorite. behind on movies. I haven't been able to keep up. I've been too busy, man. <laughs> I saw every new movie. Last year. I saw that movie. Oh, like, made a movie epic, and then I saw that movie with the turkeys. Which one was that? Uh, wild one? Wild Birds. Yeah, whatever that was. I seen those two <laughs> movies. That's all I saw. Dude, Wild <laughs> Birds looked funny as fuck, man. I like Turbo. It was okay. The yeah. uh, thick movie was badass. The one where the fairies are fighting off rot. Uh, yeah, Epic was pretty cool. I, I watched Epic. Uh, I liked uh, I liked Despicable uh, Me too. I like Monsters U. That was pretty good. I watched Monsters U too. That was funny as hell. Uh, I really liked Star Trek, man. That new Star Trek movie. Like, no way. I, I forgot about it, but that movie was fucking awesome, man. J.J. Abrams knows how to do Star Trek. I did oh, not like that one at all. Dude, I love that movie. Dude, when it's like, it was the one scene where old Spock calls in, and yeah. it's like, it I can't tell you. Me. He's like, I can't tell you how to defeat this guy. But let me tell you what how I to did. defeat this guy. It's like Con! it's it's it, I don't know. It was just like it's like such it's like he's skyped in, you know, yeah. skyped in. And he's like I can't do it. It's like but please, like okay, I guess I'll just tell you how to end this movie. I don't know. It seemed horrible writing, and I'm tired of the lens flares, man. That's why I don't, I'm not excited for him to do Star Wars. Not that I it, even give a shit about Star Wars. Than George Lucas, man. Like George. Yeah. Lucas. Oh well, yeah. Those but last three uh, still. It's just going to be Lens Flare City in like, I don't know. It's, I, I'm not, he, he's, he's not as good of a director as, as I think people, people think he is. Yeah. I, I think don't know. Lost was awesome. <laughs> I, yeah, so, I lost. so was Super 8. Super 8 yeah, was Super definitely 8 was awesome. Sweet, dude. Super 8 was sweet. The that first was like, Star Trek was all right, but that second one was, that was weak shit, I, man. And I like the second one better. Like I might be crazy. Maybe I liked. I really liked that movie, man. I, I I'll probably have to watch it again. It was just that that scene. Yeah. I don't know. It just it was so like lazy. Just it was. I don't know. I didn't like it at all. I feel you. I, feel I thought you. the end I was funny. I did. I, you know what movie was really good? An independent movie I saw called uh, um, Declare Future I Folk. Declare, <laughs> no, I Declare War. It's a draft house film. Uh-huh. It was pretty good. It's about like uh, it's like a. I was watching it with Caleb. I was trying to understand what they were trying to say. And Caleb's like really good with metaphors. He's like, oh, this is obviously just a metaphor for, oh, it's always the young that are fighting the wars for adults. And it's just like, so we're pretty much what it's saying is we're sending our kids to war. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's that's what I was getting out of it. <laughs> <laughs> like Caleb just like me and Jason are watching. We're trying to wrap our heads around it. And Caleb just is like, oh, no, this is what it is. Because it's like uh, it's just these kids playing war. And so, like, they imagine their guns, and so it shows, like, their imaginations. It's a cool movie. That's, uh, that was an indie film. Like, Draft House Films, they make some good, pretty good films. Um, hey, tweet, tweet that out, Drew. 
I declare war. All right. Yeah, tweet that out. I like Where's it at? Out. Is it on Netflix? Uh, no, you'd have to Amazon? get it from like Amazon. Okay. It's not out. It's not. It, it should be soon, man. Draft House Films is. They throw a lot of stuff out on Netflix. Yeah. So. Dude, Draft my, House. My, you could probably get it straight from Draft House. My, Draft my House. favorite. My favorite movie from last year was definitely uh, Gravity. Like, I, when I saw that in the theater, dude, I was gripping the seats when during certain scenes, and uh, there wasn't a whole lot of dialogue in the movie but the emotion came through and i, I really fucking enjoyed that and Man. then uh, a documentary i enjoyed was uh sunset strip that i saw i don't know if it came out last year or not but yeah those, those were awesome awesome well oddly enough man i was not um i was not super impressed with gravity like i i don't know why i just i, I thought it was visually stimulating but i just I don't know, man. Like the the visuals were cool, but it was just kind of like I'd watch so many movies that uh, were just like visually stimulating to me, and I was like, um, you know, I don't think this is like as great as it. Like as, as long with like American Hustle, man. Like everyone was trying to make American Hustle out to be like this great, this like the best movie I've ever seen. It's it's okay, like it's pretty good, but I actually enjoyed uh, um the counselor a lot more and everyone shit on the counselor. And I thought the counselor was badass, man. Like everyone shits on Cameron Diaz in that movie, but there's one scene that she pulls off and it's like her, her one scene is what actually like sells her in that movie. And that's what makes her effective for that role. So yeah, I, yeah, I missed the counselor. The counselor was one that I, I was wanting to see. I just had, haven't had a chance. Yeah. It's uh that was pretty good, um, but I don't know. Probably uh, Wolf of Wall Street for me. Wolf of Wall Street was probably my favorite movie of the year. Izzy, Damn. you liked we, uh, Meet the Millers, though, and I thought that movie was funny, dude. I <laughs> thought that movie sucked dick. I literally awesome. watched the whole movie and then was mad at the end. I was <laughs> mad because people had talked it up, and then I watched it, and I was like, that's it? It was a romantic comedy. Was... Yeah, I, I wasn't. I didn't like it too much. I don't know. It seemed in, like in the beginning, I got my hopes up. Dude's slinging weed. I'm like, ooh, this is gonna be like a funny. Yeah, it was too family. No one smokes weed in the whole movie. Yeah, it was. It was like caught between like family romantic comedy type of thing. But then the characters are like a a, a stripper and a you know a weed dealer, and it's like, but they, yeah, but I don't know. It seemed really weak. Like it didn't go too far in in either direction. And I thought it was cheap no, when the kid's movie. nuts blew up real big. I'm like, oh, yeah, no one's done the whole ball thing before. <laughs> Dude, I laughed my ass off during that. A um, couple of comedies, like there, there was a few good comedies. Uh, this is the end. I liked that one. I haven't yeah. seen This is the end, man. I didn't get to see that. Which and then one? The, the one with uh, Simon Pegg and, um, um, uh, damn. The World's End. Oh, World's the World's End. end yeah. yeah, I liked both of those. Yeah, the World's End was pretty good, and I actually like passed out, like because I was, it was like I was super tired when I went and saw that movie, and I had like a few too many probably to drink, and I just passed out. But I, I fucking love This Is the End. I laughed my ass off. Yeah, I heard that movie was really funny. A lot of people rave about that movie. Uh, I fell in love with the show Naked and Afraid in the year two thousand thirteen. Yeah, <laughs> naked. <laughs> Tell me about this show because I, I haven't seen an episode. I saw some previews. It's so ridiculous. It's just uh, they take like I guess people submit that they're like survival experts, experts or they're, they're survivalists. They like to go out in the woods and try to be survivalists. And they take a male and a female 
and they, they just send them somewhere. They don't tell them anywhere where they're going. And then once they get there, they have to get naked. And then they have to survive for 30 days naked and afraid. <laughs> it's freaking crazy. <laughs> I enjoyed Orange is the New Black. Oh, that, that was, was great. All of the great series. Netflix stuff is yeah, no, Even Derek, that, you know, the one with, uh, what's his face, Ricky Gervais. Yeah, yeah. Derek was good. That was, that was good. It was, suit, I bawled my eyes out at the last episode. I haven't finished where, that one yet. Where he gets back together with his dad or no, whatever. No, no, no. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it was crazy. Plenty show, what? though. I like Carl Pilkington. He's hilarious. Yep. What's going on, gentlemen? What up, Waterboxer? Uh, what up, Waterboxer? <laughs> what up, dude? You guys are still doing this, huh? Who got some sleep uh, rates? No, I have not yet. I passed out. Drown. I've been up for 24 hours now. I stay oh. with Ray Taylor not getting sleep because I wanted him to know I that I was committed with him. Donate <laughs> Yuck Nasty. Fuck yeah. Yuck Nasty. GoFundMe.com yeah, slash Yuck Nasty. And uh, you guys, uh, that's powerful. You guys are keep going and going and going. That's a uh, badass. So what's uh, what's the money at right now? We're $160 away from um, Keith taking mushrooms. Oh, we are. <laughs> God damn it. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how, I think PJ taking, helped out with that one. You taking like 10, 10 grams or what are you doing? Yeah, like five, but still oh, that's okay. too much. <laughs> oh, I want to see that live, man. I want to see that live. <laughs> so how did the Naughty Show thing go last night? It went good. Right on. Yeah. Right on. Right on. <laughs> there, uh, I'm not sure who else called in, but I uh, um, I know you guys had a routine. There was still maybe today some people call in. I know one comedian yeah. who was kind of sick. He was, in the, he was at the doctor's yesterday. But um, – uh, uh, Tony wants to call in, um, but he was sick. I think he did that Texas thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he wants to call in, so there might be a time today. I'll uh, I'll Sweet. let you know, man. Sweet. But I was badass. I was freaking amazing what you did. You know, I couldn't believe how many people were on. So when everyone's rambling about it, it's fucking awesome. So how you guys feeling? Rough. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's uh, we've been we've been like pow- powering through with pop culture here. That was a fun topic of conversation. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude, I'm doing well, man. I'm just kind of chilling in my couch, showing Devo my balls. Yeah, water boxer, I, I feel great, brother. It's good to hear your voice. Yeah, dude, absolutely, man. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm happy to see all these faces. This is like, uh, you know, the, these are all the podcasting giants of the Death Squad independent world. You know, yeah, so dude, thanks for repping our shit hard, man. We really appreciate it. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Oh, this is a good cause, man. It's a good cause. And, you know... This cause brought a lot of people together, you know what I mean, that uh, probably wouldn't come together, not just the people, not just the soldiers, but the uh, artists, I think. I think they were really touched by this, and uh, I was, dude. You know, I was single. Well, I think in general the, the community that we all originally started had kind of slowly drifted apart or not, wasn't as active, and I think this just kind of brought everyone back together, kind of like a year, uh, a reunion. Pretty much. Uh, well, I think you see an evolution of the community is what, I, in my opinion, from uh, someone who is a quiet voice, and uh, I'm not a member of anybody, but uh, but I saw an evolution and a maturity. You know, I saw you know I saw some of the really mean people just disappear. That was the nice thing. There were some mean people. I think uh, they're yeah, gone. No, we can, we can call them by what they are. Cunts. cunts yes. We we saw some cunts that are no longer around. And there's a lot of there's a lot of cool people uh, to to be in this community, and you realize it's going on three years. 
for, for a lot of us that have connected in this community. Um, and to see, like, when we all hang out, I, I'd love, I can't wait to hear the stories of uh, this Texas tour that they had. <laughs> because I know that the, the times that we came together in Ohio and, uh, and got together and had, had our parties, man, there's, there's legendary tales that we've experienced that one day it would be awesome to see on film or be told like in a book or something like that, that, uh, that is still fresh, but there's been some awesome experiences from uh death squad, Ohio. That's for sure. I love, Hey, that first video I saw yours way back when that you posted, I thought, wow, that's so nice what they're doing. You captured, do you, you know what I mean? It goes back maybe I don't know, 2012, 2011 sometime. Oh, yeah, dude. That video I thought was so touching. It's like, oh, they're achieving something. And uh, I thought that was so beautiful, you know. And uh, and I think in little ways, you know, there's little satellites of that, you know. You see that in the Northwest. You know, I, you know we kind of have a little collection here of uh, pretty good soldiers, <laughs> you know, that show up, uh, that show up. And, uh, and it's really nice. It's nice to have friends you have something in common with other than being a neighbor living in the same state, you know, dude, dude as somebody who's living in Ohio through the winter, watching like Instagram and watching the updates from somebody like yourself, you are like, you get to go actually hang out at the comedy store. And for, for, for a lot of us, and I'm sure the people from uh, Death Squad UK and Death Squad Australia and New Zealand feel this way, like it feels like so far away, something that uh, maybe one day I'll visit, but maybe not. But it's like this magical place that I, as a comedy fan, somebody who's paid attention, like I was a fan of Sam Kennison when he, okay. he in high school Hearing okay. Sam Kinison, uh, uh, seeing him on rock videos, seeing Andrew yeah. Dice play, like being a high school kid and hearing the uh, the day the laughter died by uh, Andrew Dice Clay, having it on cassette and not really understanding like why is he being a dick to all these people in the in the like not understanding Brilliant. it was a joke. Uh, like I've loved stand up comedy from Eddie Murphy Raw, and to see you get to go hang out at the the comedy store, and recently when. Ray and Yuck and Dogga and Jill and EDBs and all those guys went out there and, and hung out. J.R. Steiner. Uh, to see that, like, we get to live through it through social media, through Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and, and all that. And that's from the start of uh, Death Squad Ohio, like, from the first meeting. I had a fucking camera. Like, I was documenting a lot of that shit because I knew here's something special, like, to be able to hang out with like-minded people who who aren't judgmental, they're they're not cunts, they're cool to hang around, and yeah. and they're some of my best friends now. Let, like, let's be clear, Izzy, you brought that camera to the first meetup just because you wanted to have like evidence in case one of us ended up being a fucking crazed killer. <laughs> <laughs> There's a shitload of, of just random dudes from Twitter just meeting up at some guy's house down this dead end road in Columbus. Yeah. <laughs> dude, dude, ever since the internet, ever since I found the internet and I connected with my interests from uh, various places uh, around the country, like I already had a taste of what Death Squad could be from my friends in the mediocre nation who like what's going on with Yuck where we're trying to raise money because his house burned down. I was stuck in the Salt Lake City airport going out to a live event in Salt Lake City and I got my uh, I was on standby and the flight I was uh, I was supposed to take on early Sunday morning so I could get back home to Ohio. 
uh, rolled over 16 times where I didn't end up getting home until Wednesday morning. Whoa. And, and so on Tuesday, because it was looking like it might be towards the end of the week, I might get home on Tuesday evening uh, or Tuesday afternoon. They somebody on uh, Twitter mentioned to Eric tomorrow who's the host of the mediocre show that, hey, can we get this guy a plane ticket home? And within within an hour, my plane ticket had been bought to fly home. And so I, I've I've already had that experience with the community and to have it here with with Death Squad, which is worldwide. I mean, to talk to somebody from New Zealand who's been up for three days gives you an example of that. But but to see fr- from that early day documenting that stuff and seeing how important that is over a period of time, so you get a so you get an understanding of of your place in history through through um, pictures, videos, and things like that. Um, like, I, I love that process. And to see, see those guys doing it out there, I think is really, really impressive. And the fact that you get it, like he- hearing you, your name on podcast now, Water Boxer, especially going to see Kill Tony podcast, which is by far uh, one of the best podcasts, best ideas yeah. for a podcast. Thank you, and, thank you. And... If you if you're a comedian and you're listening to what they're telling you by uh, you know don't like just certain tips I I don't have any aspirations for stand up comedy but I'm like this is the fucking greatest tool for comedians to come around since uh, TV since radio. <clears throat> I couldn't agree more that's one reason why I uh, always hype that show man from the first time I heard it and I've seen it a bunch of times. Um, and at first, kind of quietly, I just kind of sit back. And when every uh, it was fun when Ray and everybody came out, and you know we interacted. And uh, I love that show. It's it's uh, it's it could be. Uh, I've said this before. It could be too smart or not for the Iron Patriot and Red Band and their reverence, because the show is very intelligent. You've, you've got these accomplished comics breaking things down and giving you know giving these technical tips. And again, what makes it funny? Tony's very funny. But the Iron Patriots' irreverence and Red Band's comments make that show kind of go and break up the smartness for those who just don't want to sit and watch a comedy workshop, if you know what I mean. A great fucking show. And Tony's going to be a fucking star, guys. Huge. Oh, yeah, no yeah. doubt, dude. Tony's From so uh, man. Dude, being, being in Dayton and seeing him uh, when they came for the Death Squad tour when, uh, in 2012, uh, in the fall of 2012, seeing – where, where I actually, the Red Band, I don't know if he still does a bit, but I actually got to go to uh, his favorite strip club, uh, which is the living room in Dayton. It's a dirt ball strip club. But uh, there, there was a girl who had a, um, she had a, a fake butt. And uh, I noticed her when I first got there. And, and Red Band had asked me to come after, after the show to the living room. And like I, I met my wife when she was 17 and I was 18. And I had never been to a strip club before. And so, and they're not my thing. I went and I actually, like, I was ready to do a podcast with some of these strippers and find out, like, well, what made you become a stripper? Like, I wanted to dig into their story and who they were. And uh, he was there just partying. I I, is he child molestation? <laughs> well, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> sitting, there, sitting there talking to him and Spoiler experiencing alert. that stuff, uh, and seeing seeing how funny Tony was that evening um, uh, at the Dublin pub, and he like one of his first jokes was like pointed at me about me being Rick Ross, 
And uh, maybe I was a little intoxicated um, and it totally caught me off guard and I, I wasn't prepared for it. And I've been, I've been a fan of his ever since, man. He, he killed, he killed the last time uh, w- that he was here with the death squad. Uh, not the last time, but he was here uh, and somebody said, why don't you go get me a pizza? And uh, man, he ripped into him. It was, it was legendary. <laughs> a couple yeah. people talk shit to him, man. And he just destroyed them. He's like, it's before anybody knew who he was. He's like, I'm an insult comic. Are you really going to mess with me? Fuck yeah. I write roast jokes. That's like, like that. <laughs> and then, like, the last time we saw him, it was like all, oh, I don't think, oh, that's the one you didn't come to, Izzy. Like, it was all brand new material. Yeah, yeah. dude, I was, I was marrying somebody. Uh, by the yeah. way, if, if, if you guys are out there and you, you don't, you're not belonging to a church or in your own, you're in Ohio, I can do a wedding. So hit me up. Sweet. <laughs> I've seen those pictures. And, you know, Izzy, what you said about seeing, like, my pictures, whatever, whether it's you or Yuck Nasty seeing my pictures of uh, of the ocean or whatever, or the things I see, um, for me, I, and I said this last night when I was, uh, like, amped up on four rock stars and an edible, uh, uh, um, I see your culture from your point of view in Ohio. And it's very unique, and and you represent that really well. It's very authentic, and you may see this and say, "Oh, that's that's interesting," or "That's that point of view." But yours is too. It's it's equal. Your podcast is very authentic from your point of view, from your region, and you keep it that way. You don't try to be something else. And for me, someone who's far away, I get a feel for your neighborhood, your community. Your barber, your tattoo artist. Do you know what I'm saying? I really oh, yeah, listen, Rizzy. You know, I really do. I uh, and Izzy, your show. I, I'm I'm not uh, trying to suck your dick, but the production value on your show is fucking amazing. As someone who really does listen to lots of independent casts all the time, as well as all the pro casts, you do something very good. It's uh, you got a unique voice, and you represent that area. Uh, I represent my area from my point of view. You know what I mean? I'm a, you know I'm a I'm a Los Angelino, but uh, there's nothing. Better about either point of view, do you know what I mean? Just like clean, right. I like right, your, right. Uh, you know, it's all for me, uh, it's part of my growth here on Twitter. I, I I meet all these interesting people, and the more I'm on Twitter and interact, the more my mind gets open. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. And right. so, it just as like I say, whatever sunrise pictures I have, I see some ocean pictures or your culture of your community. That's what your show gives me as a, right. as a listener. Like, the, you know, you know, the names I just, you know, you know, I listen because those are people who are guests. Yeah, brother. <laughs> people, yeah. People who don't listen don't know, but those are, that's part of your area and your community. And that's what I really like about it. That first, your voice is so true and authentic, right? Um, it's also that's what inspirational, makes, man. Like, that's the yeah. whole, thing. like, is he, I mean, it's just like, I, Shit, dude! I wish I could produce as good as podcasts as Izzy. It's like oh, this- dude, you, so you, you, you're, like- you're good. When when Drew first contacted me, because Drew Drew contacted me about getting together a podcast, and uh, when when I saw what Ray and Postal Poet and Mish the Dish were doing, um, it, it was really when I was like, okay, I, I I'm gonna fucking do this. Like I've been a podcast fan for years. I'm going to I'm going to do something. I'm going to put it out there. And once I got the the Zoom, like Drew can tell you the the advice I give any podcaster. Don't come out like if if you're planning on doing it long term, at some point you have unless you're Mitch, who she can do it well for for a, a long period of time, but for most people, get your sound correct, save up your money and uh come out because 
there's so many podcasts out there now that if you're going to put something out there that you're pouring your heart and soul in, none of us get fucking paid for this. And we put a lot of damn time, a lot of our free time into putting content out. And um, the, the fact that we do that, you have to understand if you're coming out with something that sounds like you're listening to it through mud, it, people are going to abandon what uh, abandon that and, and move on. And I'm not saying yeah. don't come out, don't come out and, and try it because if you feel like you want to do a podcast, do a podcast, but Absolutely. just like life, just like life, you don't, you don't crawl your whole life. You get up and walk, you get up and run, you progress and you, mm-hmm. you, you move forward. And, and if you're like, if a podcast is just a hobby and it's just something that you're, you don't want to invest a whole lot of time in, um, that that's fine. People will come and go. But if it like when, when I see the uh, what the fuck are they talking about podcast and you see that they put out one hundred and forty podcasts mm-hmm. like to see the consistency of, of podcasts, that's a, as a listener, that's what I enjoy. And so as somebody who puts it out that like I strive for that, I don't I don't try to make my podcast sound like anybody's I, like I, I I know what I like and I know that. Whatever I'm putting out, people enjoy. Like, I'm super critical. I can't listen to a lot of the podcasts that I'm actually on because I get so sick of hearing, hearing myself. <laughs> and, and so, like, to edit stuff in, I'll, I'll look where the timestamp is and, and go back through and listen to something like that. But you have to find your own voice and you have to progress. Like, you, but come out planning for, at some point, your podcast steps up the sound. We should have recorded at the camping trip. <laughs> hey, real quick, yep. haven't said hi yet, man. We got Thomas uh, Thomas Kale. Is it? Kale? Oh shit, Thomas Kale. What's up, dude? He's, been, he's just been chilling the whole our time. Brits, <laughs> our Brits from Germany. Yeah, What's up? I'm back in England now, Key. Oh, right on. I know. Back awesome. home. Awesome. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Very nice, hi. sir. Hi, old Dan. Good, good, good brother. Man. Hanging in there. I'm good. I'm good. Been uh, following you guys a few hours now and just sort of giving up with a bit of uni work. So thought I'd call in and say hi, show my face. Beautiful, share love. And you know, an example of this community, uh, this everything under this desk wide umbrella is uh, colorblind and borderless. As I see, it's it's become a real international community, and everyone, no matter where you are, is a part of it. So our things, wherever, what part of England are you in right now, Thomas? Uh, Right now, I'm up in Leeds. Okay. Uh, so it's sort of middle North England. Uh huh. Not too yeah. far north. Now, how's the winter been? Um, miserable. <laughs> uh, well, you, I've got a comment about winter. As someone who's never really experienced winter with ten months of sun, I realize that gives everybody something to talk about and relate to. Is the change in winter? Think about it. <laughs> Dude, it's the bad. fucking the fucking weather sucks when it gets it cold. Sucks, dick. There's nothing. There's nothing great about it. Like, it's like it was negative. It, it was like negative fifty last week for a couple of days, and our car doors were frozen shut. And dude, it sucks. <laughs> like, there's like there's nothing good about negative fifty degrees. Yeah, I, I got I got to tell you, it like if I had the opportunity and the funds to move to someplace where it's warm and sunny all the time, I would. 
I would, yeah, I would, I, I would pick it. up and move, and I'd, I'd live there all the time. But it wasn't my choice to stay in Ohio. It was, it was like I, I got married, and that's the choice that my my wife's family was here. So I was ready to move a long time ago. I'm, I'm glad I stayed. But and it, it does make you tougher. It does make you like, oh shit, here I got to like. It makes things, uh, it makes you have tougher skin. But it sucks, dude. It is not fun at all. I couldn't imagine. Izzy works in a freezer. He, he probably had to step out of the freezer to warm up last week. Dude, yes. Step most, into it. Most, or step into, yeah, step into the freezer to warm up. <laughs> it's only negative 20 in here. Guys, let's get in here. It's warm. Yeah, yeah dude. As soon as you go outside and your your nose hairs freeze, your fingers start so hurting, your toes guts start hurting, you're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, I know exactly what you guys are talking about. I had to put oh, right. I had to put on a hoodie a little earlier, and it's gonna it's gonna get to a point where I might have to put shorts on later. <laughs> it's gonna be like eighty one. It's, oh, it's, it's tough, man. I mean, Ray, Ray, Ray lives in a sunny area, but just doesn't ever go outside. And yeah, like just like some of us. I'm the whitest guy in San Diego. We're switching this over to a GoFundMe for me to move out to well, San Diego. Bro, yeah, man. You guys, hey, anybody ever hear that No Effect song called "Leaving Jesus Land"? Or do, go look it up. It's a, it's a fucking hilarious song, and it makes a very good point about America. And the song essentially no says, "Hey, if you're a fucking freak or alternative." Fucking leave Jesus land and come to fucking California. Uh, go check it out. It's always it's worth a laugh. I love No Effects. I know Ray Taylor loves No Effects. He always throws in a No Effects oh, yeah. song in his uh, his I podcast. I, I think I heard you talking about that on uh, Logicast with Corey. Uh, you know, it's it's funny what you said and what Izzy said. Uh, I've been on like many podcasts. I've never heard myself on anyone. I don't listen. My wife does. You know, makes her happy. You know, it's it, it. I like that it makes her happy. I swear to God, it makes her really happy. It's like, oh, I could listen to my husband. Uh, but uh, that's a great sh- great song, and everyone should look into it because it kind of suggests that kind of migration. You know, which, and the new migration I'm suggesting is the green migration. Now, imagine <laughs> if a third of a th- think about this. This is this has some some legs. Okay, we have these green states. We got Colorado, Washington, and certainly California. Imagine if there was a green migration of the folks, the pro cannabis majority began to leave their states and migrate to the green states. Now, Do you know how happen- much rent would be? Yeah, if, what would happen would be rent would double or triple everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> You're seeing the negative. Let's look at the positive. What would happen yeah. is those communities that were that were the uh, uh, anti-cannabis minority, there would be a brain drain, a tax drain, and a workforce drain. All right? Yeah. Alternative Detroit. This could really well, – this, you know, I could see something – passively, I think this is happening gradually. Uh, I do think like if you're a college student, let's just say you graduate. You could work anywhere you want, and you realize cannabis is no big deal and you want to do it legally. I can see that a generation, a generation, and uh, and imagine if this is organized and people could afford it. You know, Keith makes the point. It is expensive to live here. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and it's only getting more expensive if everyone moves, But uh, but I could see that. Yeah, dude. Uh, th- like, if if we had legal weed here in Ohio, and uh, Drew and and Keith can attest to this, like, we have tons of farmland, uh, shitloads that we, grows nothing but fucking trash corn. corn. Monsanto, Monsanto, Monsanto trash. It's tra- and it's not even it's corn for pigs to eat. It's not and corn for cows to eat. It's not for us. Ninety percent of the corn. It's not for them here. either. Oh yeah, I, they're not supposed <laughs> to eat it, but it's we're really forced to eat it. For them. Uh, 
Yeah, dude. Also, the nice thing about Ohio, like, yeah, it sucks in the wintertime. Summers are beautiful here. But they are. We're so, we have such a good drinking water supply, man. Like, yeah. when the, the apocalypse takes place, we got good drinking water. We got. It, it, uh, it's, a, it's a beautiful state. Like, the interstate system that we have here in Ohio uh, is pretty fantastic. You can, get, you can be just about anywhere in a day's time. And, uh, it's right near Canada. We have a great lake near us. In the spring and fall, the, Ohio is one of the, the most beautiful spots you can you can be in. And the people are cool. Like, it's a, it's a purple state. It's not necessarily a red or blue state. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of uh, conservatives in, in certain pockets. But there's cool areas that we have here in Ohio. And um, uh, a talk I had with Duncan Trussell a, a, a while back. Where he talked about make your area cool. Like if you if you don't like your area, do something about it. And um, that's kind of what we've tried to do with Desquad Ohio. And um, the last hot comedy show that we had, uh, what, I mean that that was a huge success, and it started from comedy fans. But Ohio itself, like the amount of cool people that are here, is is it is pretty awesome. Yes, sir. Think about the states of Ohio and New Jersey. How many talented people have come from there? You really, I'm just, I'm not just blowing smoke. You really, a lot of talented people come from New Jersey, and you really, Ohio, you got a lot of great boxers that come from there, right? And how many, uh, you know, not just Red Band and Tony Hinchcliffe. A lot of folks have come from Ohio, so it, uh, sure. it, it and uh, now where is uh, where does uh, Dave Chappelle live? Dave Chappelle's uh, in Yellow Springs. Yeah, that's uh, fucking coolest mother. That's the coolest motherfucker on earth. <laughs> that, that, that's about that's about halfway between uh, Drew and I uh, is uh, Yellow Springs, and uh, it's it's a nice little spot. It's kind of a hippie bohemian type area where Antioch College was, and it's a uh, um, there's a great rap rap scene uh, developing there now with um, Dave Chappelle's brother William Chappelle. Uh, there, there's a uh, the Village Fam. It's a it's a nice little rap community that's developing, and they, they're all like you go to these shows, and it reminds me of uh, the Death Squad meetups. Everybody's cool. Uh, th- there's a diversity w- with with this hip hop community where they don't seem to care much about like wealth and rims and all that shit that a lot of people stop listening to hip hop about. But they they seem to promote positivity, cannabis. Uh, just being cool with one another and having a good time, and uh, uh, so yeah, it, it, it's a nice spot. He he picked a great spot to live. Uh, Yellow Springs is a great spot to live. Well, his dad, his dad used to teach there at Antioch. Yeah. So. yeah, but he could have left, dude. He could have left. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Wants to raise his kids. Got a Filipino wife. Word up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, no, he's a cool motherfucker. And yeah, the first time Water I saw that was Filipino. Yeah. Pardon? Oh no way! What do you think? Uh, I'll let you finish, but what do you think yeah. about Pacquiao, man? Uh, two years ago, Pacquiao could have beat him. I think uh, Floyd knew that, and um, I-, I think every fighter. I think Pacquiao's too much going on now. But let me. Let uh, you- I think he's a great fighter. No, he's you know I totally love the dude. You know I don't wear any face of any fighter T-shirts except for him. And I've liked him well before I even met my wife, believe it or not. Followed his whole career and how many divisions he dominated in. Uh, um, 
rumors about PEDs, I don't really want to even go into about him or any professional athlete. Um, I think a couple years ago, he was peaking and he was in a zone. And I think he could have given us a great – that could have been the last great boxing match of – you know, or the first great one of this uh, of this century. Um, for various reasons, you know, it didn't happen. And if it does happen, I don't think there's, there's going to be much interest. I don't think he is the same athlete he was two years ago, and I could say the same thing for Anderson Silva. And that has nothing to do with their character. It has to do with the fact that they're, they've aged. And uh, speed – uh, goes quick. We heard last night Adam Hunter was on uh, from MMA Roasted. He mentioned that uh, uh, with these athletes rely on quickness and also too, when you've been knocked out a couple times, it, physiologically it changes you and psychologically it changes you. It's just a fact. So those are things to really think about. Uh, I, I want to see Pacquiao fight. I'll still see all of his fights. I, I just don't Me think the big, the big payday isn't there, uh, but he is the pride of the Philippines and you know, you don't. When you're from a tiny country that doesn't get a lot of heat, you have to understand the kind of you know not the stuff you hear reports on, but how he is beloved by his people. You know, he's going to be the president of the Philippines one day. Uh, you know, I, I will tell you the, the one of the things aside from him slowing down and aging and um, the fight being delayed, I do think that the uh, love dogs. Uh, <laughs> I think he got he got distracted doing movies, doing the political things, doing giving away all his money. And as a warrior, you know, we saw this with Mike Tyson too. You know, something about the hardship and poverty that stuff makes you the killer you are. Once you got millions and millions of dollars, some of that hunger does change. It just does. You know, the motivations change. It's anyway. like every metal band that ever made it. Yeah. Every every they've got that oh, angst, that hate, and everything, and then all of a sudden they put out that one record, yeah. and everyone buys it, and all of a sudden they're rich, and then they try to make it. another record about being hateful, but you know when they're getting limo rides and private jets everywhere, it's kind of hard to be mad. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> that's true with a lot of art forms. It's like yeah. when you when you don't have the fear or the hunger because of money. Like a lot of a lot of things that scared you, that motivated you in the past, aren't there anymore. So it's hard to keep that motivation to be creative instead of just like resting on your laurels and just coming out with like if you're a band, just coming out with like a half-assed thing, you know? Yeah, the, yeah, the energy's the not behind changes, it, or the or the artist changes over time, and for the artist to still be creative and put out stuff that's relevant is probably difficult. And, and certainly a fighter is an artist, you know, there's, there's a lot of variables there, but they're, they, you know, it, uh, speaking of martial arts, I think it's very cool. What Joey Diaz announced on the church on Monday, which, uh, which is the partnership with 10th planet that anybody who is quote, a certified member of desk can train for one month for free at a 10th planet location in their area. How that's a uh, certified. Uh, yes, my class I need to take. Do I need to contact Monkey Todd? No, oh, that, that was just that was. I said that in kind of quotation. So you know, <laughs> Joey Diaz said that. You know what I mean? It uh, is listen. that dude even still alive? Monkey Todd? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Did he ever exist? What? Uh, yeah. I, uh, Unfortunately, I, I, <laughs> I, I this this is a positivity pat, podcast, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yuck nasty. Donate to Yuck nasty. Yeah. Donate to Yuck nasty. You donate five hundred dollars. GoFundMe dot com. Piss anywhere you want me to. I'll piss my pants in public. Wow! Right on. Right on. Are you wearing sweats so we'll be able to see? 
not dark. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna film it. We'll do. uh, We'll do it up. uh, (laughs) We're gonna do it up proper. Proper pissing of the pants. I would if someone does donate for the pants pissing. I think uh, they should go with like maybe middle of the mall or somewhere like that. Public. It's got to be public, and it's got to be. But it's also got to be inside somewhere. It can't just be an outside pissing in the pants. You have to. Like maybe in McDonald's, I think that'd be a good. You got to go to a women's restroom. Oh, that's. I mean, <laughs> that's that just fucked up on a lot of levels. No, in front of a I mean, bunch of women. Jail time. That's true. No, there's got to yeah, an element of humiliation. It's got to be in front of beautiful girls, like at a Hooters, <laughs> or whatever you find beautiful during that's a lap dance. Maybe, maybe yeah, during a <laughs> lap dance. <laughs> oh, did anyone happen to hear uh, the history of the at lap dance via Eddie? Bravo on Eddie Bravo Radio. Funny shit. <laughs> you you got to tune into the episode with Coco because you know everyone knows that Eddie was a DJ in a strip club, right, for many years. <laughs> and um, and you got to listen to it. I don't want to do. I don't want to ruin his story. But in LA, you know, LA, everyone thinks it's so wild. Uh, people don't realize that uh, strip clubs here you can't drink, right? Oh, we got someone online. Uh, the, the, the the full nude bars, you can't drink alcohol, right, in Los Angeles. Um, and Eddie documents being in strip strip bars as a DJ for 10 years. Uh, you couldn't – there were no lap dances here. And in the episode with Coco, he he tells the whole story of how it went from no contact to a little contact to you know, full contact, let's just say, in certain yeah. places. We've got someone on the line, huh? What up, Matt? Yeah, hey. How's it going? Good. How you doing, buddy? Matt Thomas. Good. Matt yeah. Thomas. Is that Ray? Yeah. Are you still on, Ray? I am still on. Uh, your, your picture's your picture's not on Ustream, so I had no idea. Oh yeah, I was eating, so I was. I was watching. <laughs> I was watching from my phone and driving, which is uh, incredibly safe. Have you been up for three days? <laughs> yeah, I've been up for three days on a bender. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So um, no, I was uh, to talk about. You know, pissing your pants. So I figured I'd chime in about now. Hell yeah! Did, why did on. you? Do you have a pissing your pants story? <laughs> no, no, I, I, I don't actually. I was, uh, I was just checking in. No, I actually wanted to say, um, Ray, I have, uh, I've not forgot about this. Um, I just have been uh, extremely busy. I listened a lot last night. I don't want to disrupt your guys' MMA conversation because, frankly, I know nothing about it. So I would add nothing to your conversation but um i just wanted to check in real quick and uh just let uh let you guys know i'll be on a little bit later but awesome, also man. to let ray know that i haven't forgot about this <laughs> and i did listen last night but i just didn't call in so well thanks for calling in man and i guess uh yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll talk sure. later too yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah brother and added a lot to everything that was going on, so I'll let you guys get back. But I'll be chiming in later. So, oh, dude, awesome, thanks man. for supporting me. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, awesome. not a problem. I'll hey. keep listening. Talk to you guys later. All right, buddy. Hey, man. Go okay. fund me. Oh, yeah, yeah go, yep, fund, go fund me. Go fund me. Go fund me. Dot com slash nasty. Oh, hey, yeah. Before before I go, uh, what what is the uh, just out of curiosity, what's what's the donations up to? I haven't had a chance to look at it. About to look. Yeah, I don't know. Six thousand eight hundred and sixty-seven dollars. Oh shit! The last people that donated, I know Mick Guzman donated. Yep, he just make, he just did twenty bucks. Yeah, sweet. Did um somebody mentioned something last night that there is not only that location or that website that you can donate to. There's a 
there's other ones that are out there that are maybe yeah, not there's, reflecting there's the one entire total. Timothy Gay. There's Timothy Gay as well. That's uh, Chuck Nasty's real name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> yeah, there's another right, GoFundMe. Uh, just donated uh, five bucks for Alex Cass punching himself in the face last night. You guys missed that. That was hilarious. <laughs> that was awesome. Oh, uh, dude. Yeah, I was, uh, Miami donated 50 bucks. Nice. Sorry. I was, uh, I was listening to about, I don't know, well, I'm central time, so whatever about 1, 1 a.m. was. That's probably, what, 11 your time. I don't know what you guys, two hours behind over on the west. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anything anymore. Ray's delirious <laughs> That's at this brilliant. point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A lot to it. Word. Word. <laughs> you know, Ray hasn't taken mushrooms, but if you do stay up for 24 hours, you will start to hallucinate. Yeah. <laughs> I'm already past True. 24. True. I'm 25 hours at this point. I, I remember LSD trips that would last for uh, hours and hours and hours, and then you would you couldn't go to sleep right away after they were done. You had to stay up a little bit a little bit longer. I, I can remember a, a time back in the '90s, uh, one evening that was pretty crazy, and then the next day woke up and went canoeing. And uh, by the time I got home canoeing, I just passed out, and uh, it ended up being exhausting. But it gives you a Gives you energy to stay up. So maybe, Ray, at some point you need to. I'm not going to go canoeing. I think he might eat some LSD, but. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> the other, uh, I'll do that after I canoe. Me is up to 1320 and that goal is $1,500. Nice. And then there's uh, uh, Indiegogo for the Get in the Corner podcast also. Is this? Yeah. All right, we got to. I got to find that link and tweet it out. You got to get some money going, man. Yeah, you know, got to get that going. Anybody listening? Come on, five, ten bucks. You know, mushrooms. Let's oh, just think. Man. All this <laughs> I'm, entertainment. I'm almost really regretting ever saying this on this podcast. It's what happens when you drink early on a 24 yeah, hour podcast. I mean, exactly. Like I'm not regretting having to go piss in public. Yeah, that's gonna be awesome. <laughs> hey, you see that? You do for you just put a hefty price tag on it. You're like, I need a solid five hundred dollar donation. Well, just, no, no, yeah, I have to piss my pants already. Five bucks. It was fifty dollars just to piss my pants, but it's five hundred to piss my pants anywhere in public. Well, and now this is since it's uh, going out live, and also this is going to be recorded and uh, be heard for uh, forever, probably. Uh, this fund, uh, I, I brought this up last night, and I brought this up on every podcast in the last couple of weeks. Uh, the adult admission for SeaWorld is $89, right? 89 bucks to go see captive sea mammals. All right, I'll match that. If you could prove to me you donated $89 to this yuck campaign, you can meet me in South Bay of L.A. I'm going to teach you how to paddleboard on a Saturday, and if there's dolphins out, we're going to see them. If not… Once you get some basic skills, we'll go see him again. I can't guarantee we'll see him every day, but I see him at least 200 days a year. And uh, uh, why don't we put your money in the right place and uh, let's put your heart and soul in the right place? I'm going to give you something no one no one can, right? And uh, and also, let's open your mind. You know, you like you like sea mammals. Let's go see them when they're free and wild. They're now, much happier. Do, do they get their money back if they get raped by the dolphins? <laughs> or or does that actually cost extra? Yeah, they have to pay. Extra. I just want to know. You know, it might be their lucky day. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> that happens. You know, for some people that might be. Uh, you know, I think for someone like Brian Redband, that just. Uh, you know, although that's the one person I am not inviting 
Okay, <laughs> but if Brian Redband donates five hundred dollars, I will take him out. Okay, click here. <laughs> but there will be certain rules for him. He must respect because uh, if he fucks with my dolphins, Redman ain't coming back. <laughs> All right, I'm just gonna dump him off and leave him. I, I doubt if that boy can swim very far. Oh, so that's a serious offer, though. Everybody, eighty nine dollars. You donate eighty nine dollars to this. You have a, a legit receipt. Show it to me. You anytime in the next year. You're in Southern California. You want to learn to paddle surf, and once you learn. Because you got to learn at least how to stand up or stay on the board, even if you're laying, right? And you got to have enough courage to go out in the ocean because there's waves. But once you can break through those waves, if you could just lay on that board, I could, you know, we could paddle you out, and the dolphin will just come to you. Uh, an example: Reverend Roy Dizzle, one of my dear friends on Twitter, who's Death Squad, who I met through Twitter. Uh, I've taken him surfing, and his and his 16 year old son, 17 year old son, took him out, and we just happened to have a pod of about 50 dolphin, and we just it was windy, but we paddled into into them, and they just and just lay down, and they'll come right to you, man. It's really beautiful. It's really beautiful. And so this way, you're gonna you're gonna kick out eighty nine bucks that you'd spend on SeaWorld anyways, right? Put it towards our friend, and go do something that that few people probably can do. And I'm gonna do that for you, right? And you want to take another person for each person, eighty nine dollars. Prove it, right? You got five people. I could do it. You know what I mean? I might wear you out, but uh, it can be done. You know, with a willingness, eighty nine bucks. Think about it. It's pretty Boom. badass water. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, it is. It's, so it's one like thing I can do. Out there and shit, right? <laughs> you know, water you know, boxer I, knows how to box the the sharks. That's why it's for boxer. I just fucking punch those sharks in the face. Fuck. Uh, you know what? It, it, I would much rather go out that way than in a hospital on fucking chemo, man. All right, and mm-hmm. quite honest. It, you got to look that you're taking a greater risk when you commute to work every day. You got to understand. I walk. <laughs> That's you know exactly what? So what we're talking about, Keith. You're very dangerous <laughs> out on the streets. <laughs> last last time I drove, I was very dangerous for just Yourself, me. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, a lot of people always say that. I think uh, if you weren't raised around the ocean, you may have those fears, right? Uh, of course, we know there are reports of people getting bitten by sharks all the time. South Africa and Australia come first, then, then Hawaii this year, you know. But um, it's usually warm water. You, you, but you know, uh, Reno, San Onofre. You know, I used to live in San Clemente, uh-huh. San Onofre, which has got one of the best uh, surfing beaches in the world, is populated with great whites all the fucking time. It, it, uh, they're in cold water. Um, mm. It, it, uh, it just is it your time, and are they hungry or agitated or? You know, and if you watch a lot of the Shark Week things, there are times when they tend to hunt. Early morning murky water. It's it's true. If there's one constant, that's one thing. You know, uh, and also too, accidents happen. You know, random things happen. I, I actually never think about it. You know, if you told me the woods that I was going to hike through was uh, just filled with bears. I probably wouldn't walk through that. I wouldn't woods. walk through them. <laughs> I'd be like, "Fuck that woods, dude! I'm not going in there." Or yeah, at least I'd have a, like a machine gun or something. <laughs> Water boxer, I got to tell you, as as somebody who watched Jaws, like yeah, at an early age, I that movie freaked me out so bad. Like when I the first time I went to Florida, I was I was fearful of getting in water. And th- there's times where I I get in the water now, and I'm still a little like, 
Holy shit, I have no if idea what's under touches, me. If seaweed touches my leg and I didn't see it coming towards me, I am fucking freaked out. <laughs> and I would probably argue whether on the streets or in the water, that fear vibration may attract more predators than just a empty mind. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. I'm just saying, think about that in many ways. You know, maybe doing it a couple thousand times, you don't think about it, right? I was right. just a kid though when I used to go to the yeah. ocean. Well, I'm just saying that mindset, though. You think about that mindset, and um, and but I I would say if you want to get if you come to Southern California, I tell people don't fucking go to Disneyland, don't go to Universal Studios, don't go to SeaWorld. If you're one of my friends on Deskwide, we'll go to comedy, we'll go to Chinatown, get some real culture, and interact with the ocean. That's what part of this is what Southern California life is really about, you know. And do it and do it firsthand from someone who grew up here and isn't a cunt. You know, people talk about the shitheads from L.A. I will tell you. Most of those aren't the natives that were born and raised here. I'm not not trying to be a dick, but that that kind of the folks that are local here get the vibration. Do you know there is a vibration, and and uh, those aren't the ones running for their dream or driving the Porsches off and off and being you know what I mean with the gold chains and being dicks. Those are guys trying to be something, you know. Um, so I think there's a lot of cool people here. You just guys, you know, probably like in your area, there's cool people, and then there's some people I probably wouldn't dig at all. Um, there are and there is cool culture here. Like I say, I tell everybody. Go to Chinatown, downtown L.A., right? Downtown L.A. you should go to. Fuck Disneyland. Downtown L.A., there's Olvera Street, there's Little Tokyo, and there's Chinatown, one of the oldest Chinatowns in the United States outside San Francisco. You go there, and there's a fucking seven-foot Bruce Lee statue that no one goes to, right? I got pictures on my Twitter and on my Instagram. Go there. You can go get real authentic dim sum. You can get – you can go to real Chinese doctors and get some some of their badass medicine. I go there to get – you know, I make this liniment and I have for more than 20 years called Dit Da Jiao. Go to this old Chinese cat at, uh, in Chinatown, and he's literally like 90 years old. He's bald. He looks like a character from uh, the TV show Kung Fu. He's got a, just one long white hair that grows out of his beard that's about three feet long, right? And you come to him, and you give him a, like a recipe in Chinese for this stuff called Dit Da Jiao. And this, this thing goes back to the Shaolin monks, right? And you give him this piece of paper, and then he goes to all these little bins of all these like roots and dried up bugs and everything, and he gives you this like bag that's about a kilo. It costs you about ten bucks. You take that and you put it in a big jar and you put a bunch of vodka and tequila in it and you let it sit for about a year. What you get is this stuff called ditta jiao, which you can buy on the internet and that shit. You get the real shit from Chinatown. This stuff is also called iron palm liniment, right? It's got a great healing, uh, great healing properties. You get a bone bruise, rub this on. You want to toughen up your hands, rub this on. You, uh, ha- it's actually got all these wonderful uh, uh, curative properties that I use for a variety of things, uh, even for uh, a variety of things, muscle aches, bone aches, and strains. It's good stuff, but you can go do that, and that's something that most people don't think of, right? Are you buying snake I, oil? Is that what you're trying to tell us? No, I make I make shit. I make <laughs> you're, shit. You're I'm buying snake oil from a, a thousand year old Chinese man. It's it's a, it might scare you a little bit. This shit this shit works, man. This shit works. I just watched Big Trouble in Little China. Fuck so yeah, all, all, all I can picture is egg just trying to give me some foaming potion. I'm like, actually, uh, he's actually going to the guy that wrote the Tao Te Ching. But that's an ask. That's a little element. Right. And then another right next to that is Olvera Street, which is like the oldest Mexican like cultural little city. Right. And it's all right there. Or like Ray's area, Old Town, San Diego. Right. 
not the gas lamp, the old town San Diego, right? Ray's talking, Ray's eating right now, but there are aspects of like Southern California culture that we grow up with and we see. Go on, Ray. Dude, when when I was younger and I was really into Guns N' Roses and uh, a lot yeah. of that metal that came out in the in the eighties, like the idea of Sunset Strip and the Rainbow and and those the clubs back in the day, the Viper Room. In there. Um, and, and and then to play video games like San Andreas and you know you're playing like a mock-up of what Los Angeles is. And um, yeah, I've always been fascinated with that area, dude. Like I, I'd love to see some sort of movie on uh, uh, Ciro's before it was the comedy store. Like I'd love to see, I hear them talk about like how it's haunted and how they had a lot of, uh, a lot of stuff going. I think that would be a great movie uh, for somebody to make like what went on at, at Ciro's back in the day. You should just go, just go and experience it. It's, it's a crazy place to just be inside and walk through. If you can get one of the comics to give you a tour, it's fucking like, don't even bother with a documentary. Just go. Cause there's a, it has a, it has an energy all to its own. It's very, it's very freaky, but very, I mean, you could see why all the comics call it, you know, clubhouse. And I like that it's the last gangster place in Hollywood where you can – and hey, I have nothing against smokers. It's part of night culture, but people can smoke herb or cigarettes, and there's none of that. you know. And it's it's got a roughness to it that I really like. Uh, unlike yeah. – I'm not going to mention any other comedy clubs because I don't want to diss them. Uh, I love the Ice House, but there's other ones in Hollywood that um, that aren't as gangster. Do you know what I mean? You got to be a little cleaner, dress up a little nicer, or the crowds aren't as gangster, or the comics aren't as ruthless. <laughs> and uh, yeah. it does have energy. And every, we've all probably saw that documentary, Sunset Strip, right? It's on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Great it's documentary. Great summary. Great summary. And you, it leaves you wanting more, though, doesn't it? Yeah. It, we love well, old. Go on. Well, paying attention to, like, when Led Zeppelin, you heard the, old, the stories of Led Zeppelin when they were throwing fucking TVs uh, out of the window. And, and as a as somebody who grew up where music, like music was everything to me back in the day. Like I used to sit in my room and draw for hours and listen to uh, Motley Crue or Guns N' Roses or Ozzy or just a lot of that music from them. And and to hear, think of a band like Led Zeppelin and that they were going crazy during that time on the Sunset Strip and that, that Hollywood has this uh, this vibe to it that that. I mean, a lot of creative shit comes out of there. And now to have these podcasts come from there. Um, and and uh, going back to Kill Tony, like you see the, the development of uh, a lot of these these comedians that go out there. But you also see the desperation in, in a lot of a lot of people that go out there trying to make it. And it's like, you know, you have to be really tough to, to make it out there. Yeah, and you know, there's you know, seeing a lot of a lot of that, and seeing a lot of a lot of comics like up and coming comics. There's a difference between the guys I think are the authentic comics, and there's a lot of folks there. Not a lot of folks. There are some that are just actors. Mm-hmm. That do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. I'll, I've got a good presence on stage, and I can tell some cute stories, but they don't have that same feel as a real fucking dirty comic. Now, you know what I mean? Not, I mean down and dirty comic, not you know. And uh, I think Kill Tony also sorts out those. Oh, I want to be an actor or an actress, and I'm also doing comedy. Yeah. Um, to no, you got to be a fucking comic. And I like there is a difference, though, in here, too. And you, almost when I walk on stage, I could say, oh, this is an actor. 
that's doing that's got some comedy bits and not just that show, but seeing a lot of the stuff in the OR and stuff. Uh, but I love seeing real comics that are authentic. I think they're more gangster. They're like real rock stars. Well, uh, <laughs> you know? sp- sp- speaking of uh, rock stars, somebody somebody that I've been listening to his podcast quite a bit since he started uh, appearing on uh, various Death Squad podcasts is Dean Del Rey. Oh, um, yeah. I've seen him live. Funny, fu- funny motherfucker. Yeah, dude. A genuine dude who uh, he he's exactly like when he's on a podcast talking and he's he's talking to his guests, you can feel his passion in the music that he, he enjoys and the connections he's making. And just to see him out there trying to make a, a go at it with comedy and actually succeeding and uh, getting to kind of witness that as as his career is going, just like witnessing Brody. Uh, <laughs> yeah, seeing, seeing Brody like mm. the one of the first podcasts he did in Brian's bedroom, and like he's, it, it, I, I was like, who the fuck is this? This dude is nuts. And, and then you realize, oh, it was just an act, and and then you get to know him, and then to see him kind of blow up, uh, being on the Oddball Comedy Tour, and then having his own show. Which if you guys have not checked out. Uh, Brody Stevens uh, show oh. on Comedy Central. Enjoy it. My, it's fucking awesome. It's one yeah. of the best shows I've I've seen on Comedy Central. And um, Brody, when he came here in, in Ohio and he performed in Columbus with Little Esther, like I hadn't seen anybody do comedy like like he did. Like, he is totally. Uh, he's taken it to an, another level where he's taking chances. Um, that that he's uh, very intense. <laughs> he's very intense and unique. And I I remember talking to Tony when when they were out here, and I I asked him who who like were the the most unique comics out there, and uh, he agreed with me that they were uh, they were Brody, uh, Joey Diaz, and, and Duncan Trussell. And um, talking about the energy at the comedy store, that one of the places in Ohio that we've we went to is a place called Go Bananas where Duncan performed uh, back in 2012. And we met up with uh, Mitch Nutter and um, got, we got to hang out and it was a great evening, but that place has, has an energy. It's kind of uh, off the beaten path where the parking lot is surrounded by trees. So you like, if you wanted, like people could smoke and, and whatever out there and, and nobody's really going to give anybody any hassle. And there's a bar connected to it. So after the show, the comedian goes and hangs out, out at the bar and just sitting there hanging out with Duncan for uh, however long we did. And everybody was there and it was all cool. It was it was one of the early Death Squad meetups. Um, and, and you get that energy. You get that vibe from a, a place like that. And, and those places are special. Uh, yo, yo, yo. <laughs> the, the queen of the Northwest. What's up, Joe? What hey. Up, Joe? Um, She's the queen of the Midwest now. I am. I am oh, whoa. Now. We're good? Uh, All for now? We're good. Okay. It's oh, a beautiful place. Beautiful it is, place. It is. No, it's I not. Am, uh, <laughs> I am. Just to let you uh, sausage fest boys know <laughs> that... Uh, the the one and only we'll call her the blonde queen of California, my lover, my girlfriend, my everything, my EDBs, 
is going to be joining me any second. Oh, oh, hey, maybe my wife could sit in. You guys could get some estrogen going. Then we can get maybe Dawn in there and I could step off. Does that sound good too? All right, yeah, I'm going to try and get all the girls on here and we're going to kick your little sausage. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, I need, I need to take a nap soon anyway. I I, uh, I went to work. I get, my alarm went off at 1230 uh, this morning for work, and I haven't been back to sleep, so I need to take a nap at some point. And then I'll be back on at 4, and I want to tell you guys, listen, if you guys are out there, at 4 o'clock when you join me, I'm going to be auctioning off an hour on Tales from the Hard Side. Uh, I'm going to be auctioning off a Duncan Trussell Little, Little Hobo poster number 450 of uh, a limited 666 uh, copies signed and a couple stickers that Duncan signed when he uh, played at uh, Go Bananas a few years ago. Um, And we also have a Joey Diaz and Ari Shafir poster from Chicago. It's not signed, but it's a, it's a, it's a poster nonetheless. And no Susquehanna. I know he's got tons of fucking shit that he's going to, um, He's going to auction off as well. And so if you guys want to get some exclusive Death Squad merch that we drove all over the fucking place the past couple of years to get, to get, come join us in, uh, at 4 o'clock. We'll be auctioning them off. Sweet. Sweet. It's 4 Eastern. Eastern, yeah. yes. Sorry, I've been up for a while. 4 too. Pacific is, is the prepared. end of the podcast for four me. Pacific, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> man, awesome, Ray, Izzy. Looking forward to it, man. Going strong. Ray, you only got seven more hours. It's I know, cool. man. I know. Totally. I mean, that's only like a full shift at work. Totally like keeping the tremors down, man. <laughs> How much coffee have you drank? Uh, I kind of took a break. I probably had four cups. What's up, EDBs? What's EDBs. up? Oh, what's up, EDBs? Uh, e, what's up? Good morning, Your guys. <laughs> what's happening? Water boxer. Hello. hello. It's Izzy. EDBs. My lover bear. Oh, I didn't I'm in bed baby. still. <laughs> oh. Welcome Rub to my bedroom. <laughs> so, what, what's up, AD? How are you doing? We're, uh, a couple of us are going to hand hand the baton and uh, get the sausage fest out of here. And Yay. you guys you guys get it a little, a little bit softer, a little bit more feminine. By the way, the, the vagina garden of Death Squad, is that what you guys called yourself back at? Back in the day, vagina garden. Yeah, vagina garden. That vagina garden. Right there, vagina badge garden. Yep. So, so that uh, back in the day when you started seeing like girls, you started seeing women involved in in death squad. It was like, you know, a lot of it's dudes. There's a lot of dudes. Lot but of it was dudes. it was cool to see uh, women pop up and and be interested in something that was so harsh i mean the word cunt got flown around like crazy on this podcast and to see you guys be okay uh with that is pretty cool awesome all right so i'm i'm gonna go guys uh i'll see you guys later sweet later is it all right guys see ya i'm calling out all the bad squad izzy always has to uh talk about his favorite word cunt before they lose a podcast. And he has to be okay like with everybody it. liking it. I say it a lot, actually. I'm, I'm calling all the girls. Uh, oh, no. Hey, Mish was on last night. I was sleeping. Yeah. She, she was on a few uh, times. She was on this morning, too. Yeah. Oh, hey, I got a question. Sorry, uh, her and J.R. Steiner started getting into it. It's hilarious. 
Really? Yeah. I'm bummed I missed that. Uh, did, uh, did Lisa uh, call in? Yeah. Yeah. Good, good, good. Okay. Good, good. You got through. Um, anybody else, uh, like, I'm not going to say famous, but anybody else call in? Because last night after I was done, I just, like, passed out about midnight. So how many – I know it was on the Naughty Show. I mean, I was on the podcast. I'm pretty famous. Drew's oh, yeah. still on the podcast. <laughs> I mean, after Ray. Uh, yeah. After Ray. Um, That's cool. Oh, though. yeah. No, um, see, after Eddie called, then we called. Who else called? Sam no, called. Gareth called. We did the Naughty Show. Mike Maxwell called. Yeah. yeah okay, good, good, good. Um, so then, yeah, this is good. Tried yeah. calling, but he couldn't get through. Alex Cass came right. on. Cool. There might be a Did couple Alex more. come on? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he punched himself in the face. <laughs> Mike, Mike Maxwell paid five bucks for him to punch himself in the face. Yeah, Mike. That's when I decided that I was going to piss my pants. Did he do it hard, too? He, he, yeah, he Mike, actually, Mike Maxwell posted the video up on uh, Facebook. Devo. Oh. Hi, Devo. Hi, Devo. <laughs> that baby. Rocking the head blade. Right on. Did he, I put you in touch with those guys, didn't I? Yeah, you did. And, and tell you yeah. what, if you're bald... And you're you're skeptical about this device. It really does. It is the baddest thing to shave your head with. They're good guys. Those guys invited me to like a couple things. They're really nice guys. Really nice guys there. And they I don't wrong hoodie. They, I, I ordered the zip up, and they sent me a pullover one. All right. I wanted to send back the pullover. They told me to go ahead and keep that one too, and they sent me this one, and I only paid for one. They're good guys, man. They're, they're really good guys. Last time Glory was here, Glory was out in Ontario, California, which is, you know, that's like K1 uh, stand-up. They just hit me up on Twitter and said, hey, do you want to go with us? And We had to, we couldn't go with them, but that's how cool those guys are. It's a great company. Wait, and anybody Glory, who – Is Glory the same – is that the same uh, thing that like uh, the same agency that – like the Dutch agency that All-Star used to be a part of? I think in name, I think the name was purchased. I think it, uh, I yeah, you know, you're talking about that. Uh, anyways, in name, the glory, yeah. glory's done a series of, and look, it's K1 stand up, which is really fun to watch, guys. I uh, love MMA and all, but just uh, yeah, good stand, fucking good stand up uh, is just vicious and fun to watch. It's fun to watch, and those guys were cool enough. Just because I just, I just tweet them to my friends that that have bald heads, they just hit me up and said, hey, boom. You you want to go? I'm like, wow, okay, next time, man, next time. And I said, okay, well, next time UFC's in town, they may have some extra tickets. I'm like, all right, brother, I'll, I'll take those. <laughs> I'll take those. But that's how good Twitter is, man. You give out love, love comes back. Yeah, they sent me a free razor, a bunch of refills, the uh, the different lotions for your oh, head. That's awesome. Yay, okay. miss. I'm going to try to get my wife on here. My wife my hey. wife. Hey! Oh. Oh, you know, my wife. oh, Jesus. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, Peanut, go off here. Peanut, go. Peanut, go. Peanut, go. Peanut, go. Ray, you can stay. Oh, you're kicked a, out, huh? I have a dick. <laughs> but you're nice. hosting it, so you have to stay. No, you guys can stay for a little bit. What about? Is that other kid gone? So, I was on earlier. Some guy. Jr. Jr. Like um. Yeah, he thought he was like Jesse Pinkman. He kept calling me bitch. And then Whoa. he was like, I turned and he's like, I just want to put my hands around your throat and squeeze, bitch. And I'm just like, so all right, buddy. Whoa. That was so funny. That that, that, funny. that like, <laughs> interaction between the two of you yeah. was, was probably the funniest shit I've ever heard. It helped wake me oh, up excellent. a lot. Yeah, in this place? I was ready to pass out. And then you two started like going at each other. Nice. It's a Breaking Bad podcast. 
Yeah. I am the one who knocks, bitch. Yeah. Just crazy. Everything he said, I and like I would say something back and he'd just come at me. And he like made me hostile. He's like, is that your real voice? And I'm just like, he's some interesting kid. He's just like bringing up shit like people thought of like five years ago. He's like, hey, everybody should get together. It's like, ooh, all right, Brainiac. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch, I fucking love you so much. And if you don't no know, I was talking about check my block list. Whoa! <laughs> no one makes me laugh like you. Oh man! Mitch. Every day, three it's times a day, so three times, three times good. a day. Like this seems like super organized, and like everybody's waiting their turn. And you know, this is a bunch of podcasters right here. Girls, did you get my cards for Christmas? Yeah. Um, uh, D is forwarding mine to me. He has it. Oh, so he could, unless you want to send me a new address, Valentine's cards for the girls going out soon, too. Hey, okay. I got, I got okay. two cards from you. Huh? I got two Christmas cards from you. Two? Yeah. Like each year, like one each year? No, I got two this year. Like, I forgot to, you know, say thank you, and then I got another one, like, way, you know, just recently, and then I sent you a message saying thank you. I was like, did yeah. you send- Pull down those. Like, sometimes, like, one of the girls will be like, I got a new job. I'll send them a card and be like, all the girls say congratulations. You know, it's uh, nice getting mail. It's awesome. I love getting cards from you. Hmm. Hmm. How is everybody else? A-okay. Nice. How long have you guys been up? I, yeah, I didn't go to sleep, man. I've been on since uh, I got on last night. Nice. Went out to get breakfast a little bit, and then I came back. Beautiful. Do we have anybody in, like, the lineup today? I know um, uh, NH Leafs girl, she wants to call in. So another I just girl. tweeted her. Oh, okay. She tweeted me. She's like, should I do my hair? And I want to be like, do you? Because I look like a ragamuffin, but. I, oh, yeah. I'm totally. I'm, rock a, I'm rocking a shield t-shirt. I'm nerdy rotten. I think I got uh, Old Navy. I've been yeah. up hours and hours and hours. Yoga pants. Yoga pants. Yes. Yeah. Yep. The uniform for every girl. I'm wearing the appropriate uniform for today. Yeah, let me know when the if anybody any other girls want to get on and I'll I'll take a break or get off, go to sleep, whatever. Aww. I mean I'll yeah, I'll step and support Ray. I was trying to like, you know, help Ray through it, like, hey, we're gonna do this together, but Well we got Mike Maxwell's coming on next. Mike Maxwell and producer Lex are coming on to host the next three hours starting at ten. Nice. Are we doing this like the whole time? And then that kid was all like, Do you have a deformity with your head because the top of your heads and no pitches. Dude, Jared, Jared was destroying Mish, and Mish was destroying JR. They kept going at each other. It was so funny. Like, Mish was like, how old are you? And he goes, who are you talking to? She goes, you. And he goes, say my name. <laughs> he said, say my like, name, bitch, before I respond to you. Oh, my God, are you kidding me? If JR said that shit to me, I, JR, I know you're going to hear that. I'll tell you, I'll give a fuck. I would have your ass for that shit. Oh, yeah. Say my name. And I'm say just my like, name. Say my name. I don't say anybody's name. Fuck <laughs> you. 
do you have a husband? How does he listen to you? And I'm just like, you're soft. He was like trolling me. And then I look, he's got like 500 followers. So I don't know who the fuck he's That's what really matters too is Twitter followers. That's that's the most important thing is Twitter followers. Well, when I got nothing else to go on, I might as well go off that, right? I, I hear you, Mish. I mean, I thought you handled yourself well. I mean, I, I did. He made like, I, I was like tweeting no Susquehanna. I was like, oh, that guy made me go ghetto. Because usually I'm all like, hi, how are you? Welcome to Ramble Line, Mish the Dish, blah, blah, blah. And this kid, I'm like, you motherfucker, I will stomp on your nuts. And <laughs> up to you. <laughs> oh my God. You should take, you should just like cut that part of the podcast and sell that shit for money. I did. Okay. I was like, can anyone um, splice this together and send it to Ben Affleck? Like, my reel, my movie reel. He said he would listen to your, he said if he listened to your voice for 10 seconds, he'd set the tape on fire. Yeah. And I was, give me a- uh, Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going I'm to let the estrogen take over. I'm going to get some work done, but uh, I'll call back in later. I'll be listening while I'm working at my desk and I'm going to try to get my wife to call in. She's afraid. Yeah. She's, never, she's never been in a podcast. Jill, you got to. Tweet her, yeah. tweet her up or something. She's like, okay. oh, no, no. But she's not, not a shy person. Trust me. You know that. Oh, she's I know. just afraid. <laughs> so I'll, I'll check in in a couple hours or something. Peace, everybody. All right, brother. I'll have her call whenever. Hit her up. What's Peace. Love? I'll be what? listening. Uh, take care. Bye-bye. Ciao. All right. He's really good. Like, I talked to him on that. Um, for the first, I think, well, I talked to Waterboxer, like, the first episode of the 24-hour podcast, and that's, like, when I first met him, and then I just recently did, after, like, that year and a half, that year and a half, we just did, um, Jailhouse Stories, and that was, like, the first time I talked to him, too, and he's real good on the mic. I think he went to school for it, too, uh, like, he knows about, like, radio. He was pretty good. Very good. He sounds like Casey Kasem to me, sort of. He has a really good radio voice. Very good. I do not. I sound like I um, gargle with gravel. That's what my go-to. <laughs> oh, shit. Hey. Uh, yeah. Hey, Mish. Who's that? Uh-oh. It's JR. Yes. How are you? I was just talking so fondly of you. How are you? Good. Hey, I just wanted to explain myself. Um... Um, uh-huh. the only reason, well, first of all, this was a hundred percent comedy, a hundred percent for young right. men. Like uh, you, you know, I hope, you know, I was busting balls and it, it seems like you're not taking it too serious, but, um, uh, yeah. I just wanted to call in and just make sure you knew, man. And I could tell Drew, Drew, all the fellas got it. Like, oh, he's fucking with her. You know what it is? You right. have I'm a very, no, that's what I was going to say. You have a very like forward way of speaking, like, uh, you know, with your accent, you're very open. So like, I take that energy and I'm like, fuck it, let's fuck around. And I'm, I'm glad you were a good sport. But I just want to call in and just say like, it's, it's no drama. I, I, you know, we're all a tight knit community and I see Jill's over there trying to back you up and shit, getting gangster and shit. Like, oh, if he talks to me like that, it will be up. Right. <laughs> oh, hell no. I would whoop your ass if you talk to me like that, JR. But no, I was, uh, <laughs> I, I swear to God, it was a hundred. It was hilarious. The two of you yeah. talking to each other it was probably the funniest shit I'd heard. Yeah. And I kept <laughs> yeah. And it like stay on the podcast, man. It's 100% comedy, 100% ball busting and you know. Cuz Mish is the queen of ball busting, you know. Exactly. Yeah. East Coast girls we're very direct. Yeah. Um, yeah, very cynical. 
So I like I took that energy and I just I saw an opportunity to make it spicy and I'm I'm glad you played along. So all right, love you guys to death. Uh, let's get this estrogen podcast going. Ow, uh, pussy, pussy. I know I tweeted at everybody. Edie, now yeah. I got to block them. Did you tweet me? No, I was just gonna sing to you and play it. Put your finger. So did no Susquehanna <laughs> not make it? No, he's there. No, he's uh, yeah. he's sleeping on the couch. Oh. He's on for like uh, an he's hour. He's on for a while, yeah. He was Two on hours. when I went to go get his I, breakfast. Yeah, I talked to him like briefly, but he was uh, in outer space for a while. And, so, and then I got in that beef with that kid. Crazy. Missed <laughs> the dish. <laughs> you are crazy. Okay, I'm gonna like Let's listen to on. that thing, and he's gonna hear me rip him. Ramble on, man. Ramble on. The after the forecast, the Boston area, 44 degrees. Can you believe it? It was like minus six, like two days ago. All the ice is melting, Mish. I can't ice fish anymore. Oh, you like that? Ice fishing's sweet. I heard. I want to go ice fishing. I do not. Yeah, I, I, don't like, I like beach. I like shit like that. I don't want no frozen clam. <laughs> I want to know, know how people are feeling right now. How am I feeling? Yeah, hi. Uh, like I drank 15 fucking beers in like four hours last night. Time for you to start yeah, eating. Sure. I, I, was, I was really surprised last night. I think that was the happiest and nicest that I've ever seen, Keith. I'm always a nice guy. What the fuck? (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) I am a nice guy all the goddamn time, Jill. Fuck you. Yeah, what the fuck is your problem? (laughs) Another one who's called me every name in the book. Hi, Keith. Hi. Well, I I had to get on after the the whole... uh, the whole talk with Jr. and everything. Oh, everyone uh, seems to love that. Anyone else? Well, no. I, I, I'm hilarious. just saying that uh, <laughs> me being the other person who likes to give you shit all the time, uh, I'm glad that someone else is taking up the torch when I'm not there to give <laughs> right. you shit. All right, guys. We need... What do we need? We need $88. No, not even. $78. Shut up. Shut up. up. Shut up. Hey. Uh, donate seventy eight dollars. Got a GoFundMe. Shut up, Chuck Nasty. Don't do it. We're over seven thousand dollars. No, we're not. Yes, we are. There's I'm looking at the GoFundMe, and you can't add other things to it. Okay. You can't add the other GoFundMe. Okay, hold on. I won't it's, add other. It's six nine twenty two. <laughs> Almost there. Almost there. Let's just be quiet and wait. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Why don't you refund? Why don't you reload that page real quick, Keith, and tell me what that uh, total says? Oh, did you just donate it? Oh, you son of a bitch! Oh, wow! Nice, nice, Jill. It, what, you just transferred from Indiegogo. I did. I did. <laughs> you son of a bitch! <laughs> I, I did because it's a fucking donation. A donation's a donation, and when I put the totals out at the end of the day, I add up the Indiegogo and the PayPal. And I'm the going by the GoFundMe page. <laughs> well, guess what? She just went by the GoFundMe page. You better eat some mushrooms. Yeah. yeah. Oh. 
God. On, <laughs> You're Keith. doing it for charity, good, good Keith. For me. You've slept in my bed before, dude. I know, but at least I gave you a reach around for that. You did. Oh, that's so sweet. A little pickled tickle. Pickled mm. <laughs> tickle. It's, it's only courtesy. To, if someone lets you sleep in their bed, you at least got to, you know, play with it a little. Is that protocol? It is. All it's, right. You know, at least in Ohio it is. I don't know how you that's do things. Yeah. You call um, beanbag toss cornhole. I'll never forget that. Yeah, so that's it's what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> Bean beanbag toss. Beanbag toss, kid. It's cornhole. Mish, I love, I love, Mish, I love you. That's all I can say. You're so cool. Uh, love you too. Mish, like you, you and Jr. Like got me. Like I was so ready to crash out after like once seven a.m. hit. Yeah. Right. I think that was at like five thirty. Then I called in earlier at like three a.m. and I got about half hour in there. And that was cool. I was talking. To, this is nice because, like, I have the screen in front of me. But I was on the phone. And that was Mike Maxwell. And um, you guys were on there, too, a lot of you. Yeah, I was on. Mike Maxwell, that's when Alex Cass was punching himself in the face. Oh, I missed that. I told was, him to call when I'm on, too. He's fun. Depressing. It was fun. I like Alex Cass, man. Yeah, we yeah. Had, like, it was a good time. And actually, it's cool for all of us to have our video rolling. Yeah. It was good. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Ray, I just want to pet your beard. Please, please do it. No, I want him to shave that motherfucker. Well, if we hit our $20,000 goal, Mish, I'll shave my entire head. See his eyebrows? Those are going to be gone, Those will be gone. Nose hair is gone. the mustache twirl. Like, um, Dolly, that's really super cool. I like that. I could do that. And then I dug the hat last night. That was fly. And, uh... So you're not liking my tired, homeless look right now? Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. That you're I saying like to me, Mish? A little more, more clean cut, but that's just I me. smell good. You do? Oh, of course. What kind of deodorant? I could huff men's deodorant all day. I use some kind of natural. Oh, my God, right? I love natural, it. organic I deodorant. I will Walgreens or wherever you're from and just mm. pop the caps. Dude, seriously? Like yeah. Old Spice? That's, that's a, so Old Spice good. smells like what shit. What I use. Hey, Mish, what are you drinking right now? I don't know. Some water and some lemon because I've been yelling, so I'm trying to calm my voice down. And then maybe, you know, we'll tip into the liquor cabinet later. I don't know. I've yeah. never known Mish to yell. I don't know what she's talking about, you guys. Mish doesn't yell, especially not JR. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All my tweets are like me yelling at people. And I say that to him like, tweets are very heavy in sarcasm and even a heavier accent. So obviously, people don't read their, my bio when they're coming at me. I remember when I first started my podcast and I started talking to Mish. She's like, Oh, hi, Mish. Yeah, I'm one of the original two for IDC. <laughs> That's right, right? <laughs> I think it was three of us. It was you yeah. and Postal Poet and then Izzy. Yeah. Right. I talked to, um, what's his name? Joe. Pastor Joe today. And I'm just like, I was amazed because I was like, that's super far back. That's like two plus years ago. So a lot of Pastor Joe's made a lot of visits this year. He got in the corner and talked oh, to really? Gayelmo. Oh. Yeah, him and Gayelmo had a nice little dialogue going on. What's the chance we can get Gayelmo to call in? Yeah. We should try to get Gay Elmo to call in. We should get uh, Gay Tim to call in too. Yeah. 
gay cam gay comma Tim is gay comma sleeping. Yeah, I figured he was sleeping gaily. <laughs> oh, it's so gay. He's having a gay old time. Hey, Keith, less yeah. sitting, more mushroom eating. Bye. I have to at least eat breakfast before I eat mushrooms, all right? Uh, <laughs> Make an omelet. And go and get your breakfast. Oh, you fucking assholes. And then I Rock, or I read earlier, Izzy Rock tweeted, if you donate X amount of dollars, somebody's going to pee all over themselves. That was <laughs> That's Drew. Donate $500, I'm going to get someone to piss in public. Wherever you want me to piss in public, you tell me and I, I'm going to do it. I think you cannot do, like, I think Opie and Anthony one time, they, the same thing was, like, for sex. And they had, like, these two people had sex and, like, a church and then like Menino like completely threw them off the air. So I don't know if you want to see Drew Sample P, just recommend someplace easy like a parking lot. Don't do like a church. Go to a well, church. Here's the deal. Here's Go to a, a mosque. I'm not going to whip my dick out and piss. I'm just going to piss my pants. Can you please make him do it at a daycare or a petting zoo? Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a great just way. Just stand up on your couch time. and face the window. <laughs> you need no. to, sh- <laughs> you need to Go to the mall. <laughs> Go That's to what I said. Secrets. Secrets <laughs> in the middle of the store, and they're having like their sale. You know, they have those sales. That, that might be arrestable. Like crazy, and they're stand in line and then do it. But you have to be smelling something. Yeah, you have to be smelling something and really inspecting it, and then piss yourself. Just be like, <gasps> oh, yep, and then just put it down and walk out. That did it. it has to be like a yellow <laughs> bra. <laughs> That you wanted to piss your pants for five hundred dollars. Well, here's what happened. So I was a, was a very tired, and Alex just got done punching himself in the face for five dollars. Okay. I'm not going to do. So anything. I was like, you know what? I'll piss my pants for fifty. And then Will from Will and Jay Save the Universe paid oh. right away to have me piss my pants. And then I was like, well, let's up this ante a little bit. Let's see if I can get some more money. So it's like five hundred dollars. I'll piss anywhere you want me to. Wow. Just my pants, though. Right. He's not yeah. wearing a skirt. He's not no, going to do I'm it. I'm not wearing a skirt. Yeah. Even if you call it a kilt, he's not going to do it. No, no, he's not, <laughs> not going to do, do it. it. I don't own a kilt, number one. Number two, that's just bad taste. Though. You should go into a kilt store and pee yourself <laughs> and tell them, see, this is why I need a kilt. <laughs> kilts, are, kilts are expensive, too, man. Oh, oh you don't have to buy expensive. one. Just pee in the store. It should be cheap. <laughs> yeah. It's really just one piece of fabric you wrap around yourself. What I mean, what fuck? I'd probably have to do is be like, hey, uh, this is totally a fundraiser. My buddy's house burned down. So I'm going to piss my pants. And I'll just start pissing my pants and I'll, be, and I'll clean it and then we'll leave. All right. Who's trying to miss? Act like you're delicious. Checkbook. No. fuck is going on and just piss yourself? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what we should do is we should just say the next Death Squad Ohio get together. Drew just has to stand in the middle of everyone and just put the pants there. Well, see, oh man, yeah, I think that five hundred bucks. I think that if you give him a forewarning, it's almost cheating because he'll just bring extra pants. Oh I think my god, yes! If you donate the five hundred dollars, I think that you have the right to. He has to give you his number, and then just at any time of your choosing, what any time you don't even know where he's at. He might be at work. You can just call him up and be like, piss. Yeah. <laughs> That's a brilliant idea. <laughs> You're like I'm at I'm at a wedding. 
When do you work next? You, <laughs> you working? Low animal is going to cut its hair off on, on live if somebody. Oh, bonus. that's our boy. He's yeah. really going to cut that fro. He's going to cut it all off if somebody pays five hundred bucks. So they have to request me to piss myself for him to cut his hair. Listen, guys, the reality is, I already have a public urination on my record. So seriously, yeah. It, 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 but if you don't take your dick out, you won't get in trouble. Right. Yeah. So yeah, like, it, it, like, look, guys, if I wouldn't piss in public, I wouldn't be on this podcast right now. Let's <laughs> let's just get down to it. <laughs> Pissing in public led to me being on this podcast. To talk to somebody's dad, and then like I got that hung was, up. That, that was my dad. Yeah, yeah that's my dad. <laughs> sample. He's just an asshole. That's he's all. An asshole. Yeah, he's an asshole. He's not. I sent him a really nice thank you note, and I told him, hey, "Damn it, Steve, you make it really hard to call you an asshole." Because he donated, and he was really nice. Yeah. I can write your thank you note, though. I think dogs did that. Yeah, that's okay. I've that's met real. Steve I before. Twenty more dollars. Who's a good guy? Your dad. I've met him. You fucked him. That's why you're saying. Well, I mean, Hello. he's good. He wanted it. It's not like yeah. I just ran up and raped him. Hello. I feel like if you come to one of my comedy shows from that far away, I again just common courtesy that you know maybe I fuck you. Yeah. For those that didn't know, Keith is doing uh, lap dances after his comedy shows for a little extra cash. He Are is. You like getting up in the balloon knot and the chocolate starfish, or is it just strictly? Chocolate starfish. They don't want any of mine. My roids are really acting up right now. I was just wiping some blood earlier, so. Oh, you might need to sit on a donut. No, I'm all right. You're all right. He's You're sitting right. on a croissant Make instead. Make sure you don't say that when dogs is on. Just a lot of dick rubbing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jan, about 15 minutes, we're going to be restarting, guys. Just so you know. All right. Don't tell me how to live my life, Ray. Shut you don't know me. mushrooms. Yeah, I can hang up on all oh, of you right fuck. now. Oh, fuck. I'm about that. Fucking <laughs> mushroom omelet for Keith Furlock. Yeah, eggs and mushrooms. Why don't you have yourself a nice little bagel first, coat your belly. Bagel? A bagel or a bagel? Goddamn pussy, Keith Furlock. You can't. Um, which one? That's peer pressure. We sound like. Do you know how much better of an idea this was when I was drunk? Yeah. <laughs> then, then when I'm hung over the next morning, it's called reaping what you sow, buddy. Part of, uh, it's part of part of life, reaping what you sow. I don't have enough beer left to really what? make it through the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't need beer to eat mushrooms. You know, liquor stores don't deliver. I tell you, what, no, they what don't. Is the He's in Ohio. I have to. Uh, do he said they don't even have public transportation. To get yeah. the train, he can't even ride a bus. Oh. There's there's two cabs in our whole town, and uh, yeah, not they cab companies, just cabbies. There's two and, cabbies, and, and it costs ten dollars wherever you want to go. No kidding, That's actually a good deal, dude. Uh, yeah, except how much for, is like rent it, out of not Ohio? <laughs> oh, how much is rent? Oh, not much at all. How much is rent for me? Yeah. <laughs> cheap. So like, if you have <laughs> like <laughs> a drop, cheap. <laughs> Hey, that's, that's, that's a funny statement. Such, such a funny statement. What's a one-bedroom apartment like? Uh, my last one, one-bedroom efficiency. I think I paid three twenty-five. What? I paid in Toledo, 
which is just north. That's the that's the big city for near yeah. where Keith is. I paid four fifteen a month. I paid nine fifty for a oh. one bedroom like ten years ago. And that included water too. I got free water with that. Oh, yeah, all, all my all my utilities were included in mine for three twenty five. Jesus. Three twenty five. That's my cigarette habit for a month. <laughs> yep, that's, that's why Ohio's great. Like that. <laughs> Might not be as beautiful, but uh, we it's very cheap to live here. Wow, well, I yep, think sucks. I, I mean, like seven hundred square foot apartment, one bedroom with a kitchenette, nine fifty heat and hot water. Well, mine included a washer and dryer as well, four fifteen. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Oh my god! I could own Ohio on my pay. Yeah. <laughs> you just own. Just go buy Detroit. I don't You can <laughs> buy all of Detroit for like three thousand dollars right now. Actually, if the move to make is to buy like a warehouse, start go buying houses in Detroit. It's all just buy houses. Like here's the deal. So there's. There's a lot, like a lot of real estate guys that if you want to flip houses, they say don't buy in like war zones, and that's like all of Detroit. So you don't want to buy like yeah. you don't buy a you house don't anywhere go, in Detroit. Um, well, real estate. Real estate. You don't want to yeah. go down there. Ray, can What's we that? get a phone call? Yeah. Okay. They have to call yeah. in first. <laughs> <laughs> There's a system. You just made me snort. <laughs> I get yeah. out. I snort along Christina Pajitsky on your mom's house. I'm like, <sighs> it's like so hilarious. I don't know when I picked that up or like I have sinus problems, but I'm snorting like Charlotte. Uh, Jill snorts a lot. I think I got it from her. Who's that calling in? Like, I do it all the time too. now. Each yeah, the baby makes fun of me now. If I snort and she walks in the room and she'll be like, <clears throat> yeah, me too. <sighs> really? <laughs> not sure what's going on right now. I don't either. Women are weird. Every time someone's face pulls up for that they're talking, so someone making a snort sound. <laughs> oh, Keith went all racy again. All I'm doing is like fixing my hair. Does everybody love this on the Ustream? Hey, yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. My back, my neck, my back, my neck. My two year old has a really bad. The Massachusetts accent. He's got a thick. Right, you're from like Rhode Island, right? No, I'm in Rhode Western, Island. I'm in Western Mass. I, oh, I Western work Mass. in Rhode Island. That's the journey commuter. Yep. Nice. So you get yeah. me. That kid, J.I., he's like, I'm from New York originally. And I'm like, you should be all over this. You should be embracing me. Instead, he wanted to go pitbull or pitbull. <laughs> yeah, but that I'm was pretty crazy. sure that New York and Boston don't get along historically. That, but that was yeah. <laughs> it was like the funniest thing that's been on the podcast was Gerard and Mish getting into it with each other. Agreed. That was like the funniest thing. It was like the perfect my name, bitch. <laughs> yeah. You know my name? And I was like, then he was, I like the part too. He's like, you're like free and Dresha. And I'm just thinking in my head, I'm like, that's a compliment because the Jews are the chosen ones. So I was just all rolling with it. I was like, yeah, I know Fran. <laughs> oh, we got a caller. Got a caller. Oh, do we? Caller, you're on the air. Hello. Hello, my friend. How are you today? Oh, gay Elmo. Gay Elmo, you son of a bitch. Why do you say these things to me? What's the matter? I called to I called to help new friend. My friend, you guys know him? You know his name, Yuck Nasty? 
Just nasty. I just know. I just know about you and kids and inner souls, and it's very offensive. Yeah. Joy. Let me. Let me real quick uh, ask you who I am and tell you about my life real quick, real fast. I want to say, first of all, that uh, I love your nasty. I love him so much. And I just have to say that uh, what you all do is so inspiring. It makes me want to, it makes me want to just dance. It makes me want to cry. I want to cry my eyeball out, but I don't want to cry for you. But anyway, uh, my name is Gay Elmo Bean. I am the uh, author of a very good book, Help Everybody. It is deep within Anna's hall uh, and sometimes it's it's a book about uh, life and about finding one's Anna's hall because once you find your Anna's hall you can just see so much in life you dig deep down within your Anna's hall and so much come out uh, so much is found and it's just it's about the love and it's, uh, it's on sale right now and if you buy my book, I will donate uh, 22% of uh, all book by... Just 22%? Yeah. Who is it? <laughs> 22%? Oops. 22%. I need, I need money. I need to buy pants. I need to buy clothes. I don't have many clothes, but the clothes I have... Uh, uh, they look really good on me. I have to say that uh, I really love the way I look in my new clothes. And it would not be possible if it was not for Yuck Matthew. He helped me sell a book. He, he gives my story out. He tells people my name. He tells people my story about love and about finding people's honest hogs and helping them with their honest hogs. Because once we help each other find honest hogs, all all life and anisols can combine and make good life. Hey, Elmo, uh, do you have any like recent experiences that you've you've helped someone out? Real quick, I'll tell you one story. I was in a small, I was in a small village. Uh, it was in uh, Ohio, and I have to say that I was in a small village, and I was in a town called. Uh, Cigarian, and, and I, I have to say that a lot of people that are good people, very nice, but they have not found their anus hole. I met one couple. Uh, they were homosexual. And I have to say that they were uh, uh, very, very interested in my book about finding anus hole. So I tell them, I say, come to my hotel room and we have a couple drinks. And uh, once I start to tell them that, uh, I start to tell them that I am going to try to help them find their anus hole. They're so excited. I can see it in their face. They're laughing and they're giggling and they're just so excited about this. Um, and so I start to ask them, I say, do you, have you ever found your anus hole? And one of them looks to me into my eyeball and he says, I found lots of anus holes. And I say to him, I say, you had lots of anus hole. Why you say anus hole? I say anus hole. He, he mixed up. He thinks something else, and it's not too good. But so I, I helped them. Uh, we we have lots of fun in the hotel room, and, and the uh, hotel manager comes and wants to know what the noise is. And I say that we have 
was having a fine that ended for party, and uh, he immediately called the police because he does not. She says he does not want that guilt in that. And I say, well, that's not guilt. That's just trying to, you know, make one better life for other people through reaching and finding holes. Why are uh, why are people so afraid of you helping them with their anus hole, with their inner soul? Yes. I cannot hear your question. What is your question? Why do you think people are so scared when you try to help them out with their anus hole? Well, I think that people uh, sometimes, you know, they're afraid to find things that they have not found. And sometimes it's really hard to look into your anus hole. Uh, it's really hard to see inside, deep inside your anus hole. And I think that once somebody sees inside their anus hole, they get scared and, and they don't know what to do. And sometimes it could be a really messy situation. And I think that, uh, you know, I think if people would help look into other people's anus hole to help them find their anus hole, I think, uh, I think we could make a very good work and I think that uh, it could help with uh, many situations in life, uh, including love and uh, including many other things that is in my book uh, it's uh, page 14 you can find a, a list of things that could help your life page 14. I, I tell you what Gail he drops so much knowledge every time that we talk to him I tell I you what I, th- I think I think Mish the Dish needs help finding her inner soul <laughs> yeah. be, no exit only we talking about assholes here <laughs> no, no. Inner you keep your soul in your asshole? Oh, no, that's what your mom soul, man. The, with the P, your perf. That's what your gland is. I think, like, honest to God, he's onto something because everything comes from, like, that pineal gland up by that little skin tag where your butt is. Your, oh, your pineal, pineal gland's gland. in the brain. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's far, far from my taint. Um, I've had pineal glands near my taint, but they don't stay there for very long. I think the only way that happens is if you literally have your head in your ass. <laughs> well, Gaelmo might. And that's really looking hard for your inner soul. What you're talking. <laughs> yes, very hard. I have Thank to say. Uh, yeah, Gaelmo. Thank you. Thank you, Gaelmo. Thank you, We're about to. Uh, we're about to. I must go. I love you guys. I love what you do for your nasty. He needs the help. He's a good man. He helped me. He helped many people. I think what you do is beautiful. And if I could, I reach through the phone. I grab your cheek. I pull it to my face. And I will kiss your face like you've never been kissed to show you that I love you and that <laughs> I appreciate you guys. And I think that once you guys, I think you all should just kiss each other and hug and let know, let know that you love them. And and I want to say that I love you guys, and I'll see you later. Thank you so much. Hey, Amo. Bye, Gamma. See, Gamma. He hey, really touched my inner soul. I can kiss Edie. I can take care of that one. All right, guys. We are going to restart, and then we'll come back. Mike Maxwell and producer Lex are doing the next uh, nice. episode. Yeah. And so, then while Mike is on, that's when Joey's going to call in. I think uh, 
I think I'm going to tap out now since Mike Maxwell and them are coming on. All right, brother. Um, anyways, guys, thanks for... Maybe we'll bring the bad squad back later. If, uh, if things get quiet, we'll um, bring all the vaginas back. Oh, so should I ditch now and come back later? I think that's what we're going to do so Mike can come in and do his thing. And if it gets quiet on Mike, then we'll... Yeah, we'll see if he wants to take calls. I'll rally, I'll rally the pussy and we'll come back. <laughs> Right. All right. So send me a text. I like because I was talking to him earlier. I got to text you anyways. I'll text you my address. Okay. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, why we break, go to GoFundMe.com slash YuckNasty, Y-U-K-N-A-S-S-T-Y.